0: Hello Tome Show listeners, this is your stalwart senior editor, Sam Dillon, and I am here to introduce for you a very special set of recordings, the World Tree Burns podcast. Yes, it is the official recording of the World Tree Burns game, hosted by GM Dan Dillon, friend of the Tome Show, and this recording is presented to you in conjunction with Cobalt Press, of course, and also with Encounter Roleplay.
1: Ah! Hey, it's me, Snurg! I don't really like Noble Knights that much, but NobleKnight.com is okay by me. You know why? They got tons of products for me where I can just be hiding in dungeons and stuff like that. Also, it's it's really, really cool. I get to find all these bestiaries that I can fill my dungeon with and all kinds of goblin miniatures. So check out Noble Knight. They'll even buy old gaming products that you aren't using anymore, and they're awesome. Nobleknight.com. Make sure you tell them the Tome Show sent you.
2: We don't have to change
1: anything. Oh, we had a long rest
2: or no? Yeah, hello everybody, and welcome back to Incatta Roleplay. My name is Will, I'm a DD sex icon, and I'm back today for the very last time ever uh, for the World Tree Burns <laughs> <laughs> finale. Um, I lied, I'll be back again tomorrow with more stuff, but no, this is the last time that we'll be here doing this for the first season of the World Tree Burns. So let's get into it, my friends. Uh, this is the beginning of the end. Let's go around, figure out who we are, and of course. Who we're going to be playing at tonight? So let's start with our wonderful DM, Dan Dillon. And how's it going, my friend?
3: That's me. I'm doing great. I'm ready for this. I'm not panicking at all. It's cool. Uh, so I am Dan Dillon. Uh, welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining us here on Encounter Roleplay for the World Tree Burns and our season one finale. Uh, let's uh, let's get get around to everybody and get into it.
2: Absolutely. Nobody's stressed out. This isn't going to be something which is uh, remembered literally forever by everyone. Uh, There is no pressure on us whatsoever because we'll all just walk away from this one and forget about it, right? (laughs) Well, we have Tool School with us
4: tonight. Tool School, how's it going, my friend? I am doing good. I am excited about this. Uh, This has been an amazing build-up to this, so I guess we are off to... uh, to see what we're gonna see and uh, who's doing what and where. And uh, I'm playing Glazeshin, who is our uh, Trollkin Geomancer, who is now level four, because we leveled up, and uh, he's been playing games and working on ciphers, and so he is smarter now and has a higher DC, because that was kind of a thing. And uh, yeah, he's got a few new tricks up his sleeve that maybe we'll see, because Dan's gonna throw kitchen sinks at us and stuff. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Absolutely, yes. I can only imagine. Uh, And of course, we have Josh back with us tonight. Josh, how's it going, my friend?
1: Um, good. Last episode, I was... Strixon stricken? strict right, right at the end. Yeah, I see what you did there. Um, you terrible, terrible case of what the fuck is my bird. <laughs> uh, if you've never been uh, stricken by uh, what the fuck is my bird, um, it's a unique condition when your bird starts fucking talking, which, you know what, you'd think I'd be used to by now, but I wasn't because it started talking with a human mouth beneath its beak, which means it's a Strix, which means my buddy, that I told Dan at the beginning, do you want a magical pet? And I was like, no, no, I want it to be a normal <laughs> bird. And he's fucked me, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Uh, down that rent have indeed, I I have in indeed. <laughs> uh, he's a dampier ranger and uh, he's he's got a Strix on his chest. And I'm not happy about it, <laughs> I'm so unhappy.
2: It's never been a bad thing, right? Sort of a uh, traditional
3: nightmare <laughs> imagery—the creature on your chest in the middle of the night. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. Good. Uh, <laughs> great stuff. Uh, well, of course we have McLoken back in us tonight. McLoughlin has a girl, my friend. Hi. I always, I always think about like
5: <laughs> when, when, when I do like the do the, the intro. Hi, uh, I'm McLuhan. Hi, I'm McLookin. This is my ver- video dating profile. That's what I was thinking about in my head <laughs> for some odd reason, like the old '80s ones are like the Love Boat, oh, yeah. where they're like, oh, dude, oh yeah, here's Daryl. He loves frozen yogurt and long <laughs> walks on the beach, and he also loves giving his mom foot massages. Uh, and then you're like, oh okay, Aww. well thanks, Daryl. Um, but yeah, that's hi, fun. I'm McClurkin. Today I'm playing Clark, and I'm super excited because we're going to go see a tree. Uh, and then um, that's a, that's what he's thinking. He's away from the party right now, packing to get ready to go, while everyone else is fucking around.
6: <laughs> By fucking
0: around, <laughs> you mean preparing? Also, uh,
5: yeah, <laughs> also, uh, uh, I like to think as Josh's owl as... Uh, Dabboard Beeblebrox from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Zaphod, yeah. Zaphod yeah. oh, cool. uh, Beeblebrox. Where the mouth is coming out and, like, I kind don't of want to see, like, a head, like, pop off. And he's, like, want to oh. see my spaceship. And then Kane's, like, <laughs>
1: yes. It, yes. Yeah, it is. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that love it. A
2: turn. Everybody <laughs> doesn't somewhere. know what a Strix is.
1: There you go. <laughs> Fucking yeah, nightmare. there it is. Very nice. Nightmare. Yeah, too, those nothing. big human teeth. <laughs> yep. Mm. Where's where
4: glasses? Glasses. Delicious. They are right here. I where just my immersion for a moment. My glasses. <laughs> <all>. my glasses, <laughs> my glasses. Oh. Where are my
2: glasses? Uh, <laughs> <I'm> that <eccentric. laughs> joke only just been made. Uh, well, we have uh, we have Tia back with us, tonight. Tia, how's it going?
0: Great! I uh, was hoping to have a little bit more time, but I had to take out my contacts, and because I'm so new at wearing those, it took me a little bit longer than I anticipated. So I didn't get to run by this question. So first of all, my name is Laurel Lenny. I'm playing Cardi, a Shadow Fey of the Cat Domain, which is exactly why I want to ask Dan if it's all right if I take the Lucky feat because Cat Lucky. That my lines, is. I feel it fits the character yep. really well. I thought about doing a stat boost instead, but I'm going to go with Lucky um, because I think it's really. Also, wrote her <laughs> not as bad as Plythra, okay? <laughs> uh, she's not the right, worst uh, character by far.
3: Yeah, Lucky is A-OK for Kari. Sweet.
0: Awesome. Nice. To my two hit points that I've added, because I believe in the chaos of the dice. And Dan was most magnanimous and offered for me to take the uh, the average, but I believe in rolling dice, and you get what you get, and the dice gods speak through...
1: And what you got was fucked. That's fair. I got fucked
0: this entire <laughs> you got character. was hot a garbage. <laughs> so hot, hot Absolutely garbage. Good.
2: Yes. Uh, well, uh, speaking of hot garbage, I'll be playing Riodan, the Dampier cleric, uh, who has also uh, leveled up and now he's even better at being a cleric than he was before. Uh, that's not saying much, though, he was never really a good cleric. Um, but he is here today to find some tree or something, I don't know. Um, and probably save the world, um, because that's just a kind of HERO that uh, Rio Dan is, not really. Uh, but before we get to this game, I remind you guys of a couple of things. This is our finale, and if you haven't yet checked out Cobalt Press and your own Midgard MOOCs materials, then definitely go ahead and do so. In fact, also, included into that, definitely go and check out the Tales of the Old Margreve uh, Kickstarter, which Cobalt Press are running yeah. right now. I'll drop a link for you guys there in chat. Um, and you can get in on the ground floor of some, uh, some pretty awesome adventures. We've done a, a little bit of spelunking around the Margreve ourselves. So um, yeah, definitely go and check that out. It's pretty awesome Kickstarter. That's on right now. And a uh, big thank you again to Cobalt Press for letting us run it this season. Uh, oh, and a couple of things as well. Our sponsors include Fancyground.com. And in fact, that links into the Kickstarter pretty well because you can get uh, the Fancy Grounds Margreave pack on the Kickstarter as well. So, oh man, it just ties together so perfectly. Check out Fancy Grounds, our virtual tabletop of choice here in kind of role Roleplay. Check out the demo version for free. And check out that like, Kickstarter and uh, maybe back it there and get yourself some, uh, some new adventures on Fancy Grounds. Uh, then, of course, Whalen currently the go to destination for tabletop board games, war games, and minis at up to 20% off the retail value at UK. and last but not least, tabletoploot.com is the place to go for all of your dice needs. At the end of this game as well will be giving away another set of tabletop loot dice for you guys there in the chat, so stick around for that. Uh, as per usual, you can interact with today's game. If you haven't uh, retweeted this tweet, go ahead and do so. And of course, you can donate to affect the game as well by giving players that ones, that 20s, wild magic surges, and worse. But I will hand over to our Dungeon Master for tonight, Dan Dillon, for the very last time. No pressure, Dan, lol for reminding (laughs) us what happened last week on the World Tree Burns and, of course, take us into tonight's finale.
3: All right. When last we left, the newly named Cloak and Daggers, uh, they had bedded down for the night uh, after making preparations and uh, discovering that... Their mystery is leading them toward Castle Shadowcrag. Uh, Castle Shadowcrag is the ancient home of the Strauss family, a a noble family that once controlled the city of Zobek and uh, all of the surrounding territory. Until 90 years ago or so, they were overthrown and their their tyrannical power was broken. Uh, Castle Shadowcrag now stands as a uh, dilapidated ruin with only a few strange holdouts that still remain there. Uh, In the course of their investigations, our heroes ...realized that there were disruptions of the natural flows of magic that pass through and over the surface of Midgard called Ley Lines. Uh, these Ley Lines also often host what are known as Shadow Roads, these extraplanar portals that allow one to travel swiftly through the Shadow Realm from one place to another... Uh, ...allowing it travel of hundreds or thousands of miles in hours or days. There is uh, a great deal of interest in discovering why this ley line is disrupted, why the Shadow Road is not functioning, and why the Shadow Fae are unable to use it to pass between their home and to the, the, the lighted surface of Midgard, uh, where our heroes currently reside. Uh, the uh, Kane had discovered uh, some caravans that they can use to get close to Castle Shadowcrag without uh, attracting any undue attention. Uh, and in addition, he had come across a crime scene, a scene of terrible carnage and destruction at the uh, establishment known as Omar's Rare Books, which uh, the proprietor, a dwarf named Olmar, was a forger uh, and rare book merchant who the party had engaged to copy uh, coded bits of a journal so that they could keep it and give the original to their employers way back. When, uh, that dwarf was slain by something God awful, something terrible. Uh, and apparently the safe where he had made his own copy of that journal, uh, was broken open with little bits of the journal, uh, left behind as evidence. The exact moment we left off, kane was sleeping in his room uh and woke to an uncomfortable feeling on his chest a feeling of weight and pressure and a little bit of uh prickles digging at his skin and he woke to find his owl companion known as whisper staring at him in the eye uh whisper is sitting in a shaft of bright moonlight that's shining through the cracked open shutter and whisper opened his beak under which a human mouth with bright White human teeth opened up,
7: and he said, Cain, we must talk. You and the others are in terrible danger. And that is where we pick up. I slap it.
1: You slap it, brain. It's a fucking strix on my chest. I've just woken up.
3: Cool so you, you panic a little bit, and uh, as you shift around on the bed, uh, clearly either the bird uh, anticipated this or perhaps felt it coming before you even really act, uh, and it spreads its wings and just sort of darts back to the foot of the bed and uh, to a dresser that's there and lands on it and sort of fluffs its feathers indignantly, tilts its head oh. you know, all the way to the side and, and says,
7: This is not productive.
1: To <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're indignant. I fucking trusted you. He says, looking at Dan through fucking Whisper's eyes. I, um... Uh, Cain <coughs> sits up and just says, What are you? Uh,
3: The bird sort of rights its head and tilts it just slowly the other way and you can feel... Uh, this, this wave of faint emotion, and it feels like um, confusion tinged with uh, regret or sorrow, and you know it's not from you. And it, uh, the bird says,
7: I am only just now coming to terms with what I am. My transformation was painfully instantaneous. But awakening to understanding, maddeningly slow. Only tonight have I come to full understanding.
1: I would like to sort of like pull myself up close and like, there's a knife on my hip. Like there's no Mm -hmm. way I would ever sleep. Even even in the comforts of, yeah, I I would always have like a knife uh, against my... That's on brand but i would uh like make no motion to go for it i'd lean forward and almost sort of like crawl over to him and mm-hmm. make like moving real slow so i don't spook him again because i realized like sure. i just tried to flatten like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's kind of an old friend um can i reach out and touch this place where his feathers have been changed
3: Sure. Uh, Yeah, you reach out, and so uh, just a a brief reminder, Whisper is an eagle owl, which has kind of a mottled gray and black, uh, lights to dark sort of tone. Uh, However, across his chest and one wing, there is this slashing, kind of like a splash of deep black, like uh, midnight paint was just sort of sprayed across him. And that happened when that strange wave of dark magic ripped out over uh, your your entire party and the owl as well. And you thought it was dead in the, uh, in the aftermath of that. Uh, and he just sort of uh, stands there and lets you touch him. And you run your hand over the feathers and the, um, I mean, he feels just like he always did, although perhaps a touch cold. Like his feathers are are almost uh, cool to the touch.
1: I look at him. I take like a few moments to like process this and then remembering like the the initial warning. Mm -hmm. uh... You
7: speak of danger.
3: It, uh, it actually nods at you
7: and, and says, Yes, you saw what I speak of tonight, the one who created me, created the others that you fought in that ritual chamber in the cartways. It sent something to retrieve that which it desires, a creature from beyond this world. The thing that destroyed the bookstore, killed the forger, it is looking for every copy of the journal. Glas, and cloak, are in danger.
1: Like up straight away, like, specific, like the second he mentions Glas, like I'm on my feet, uh, slipping my boots on, um, like throw on my armor as quick as I can. Uh, I think it takes like a minute or two because it's just leather. So uh, it's just uh, yeah, as I'm it's light armor, yeah. yeah. Um, and as I'm getting myself sort of, like, all my gear on quickly, um, we're all in the same place, right?
3: Uh, three of you uh-huh. are in the same place. I, I believe three of you are staying in the Silk Scabbard, and Cloak and Glaz are uh, in their own flat. Which is not too terribly far away, but it is it is a distance. Okay.
1: I will, like, I'll, I'll finish uh, adorning my clothing, um, and mm. I, I will... Like, I'll go to rush out of the door and then pause for a moment, and I'll hold out my arm.
3: He immediately flies right over to it.
1: And I look at him for a moment, and I just say, Perhaps, leave the talking to me. And there's almost (laughs) humour in that. Like, he almost...
3: It grins at you with this gleaming white smile under its from under its beak that just sort of shines in the moonlight, and then the mouth closes, and it looks for all the world like a normal owl.
1: Like, as much as like Kane is, <laughs> like he like he's on my arm, he will detect the shiver that runs down me. Like mm-hmm. I'm uncomfortable by this. Uh, I, I can't hide that, but I will. Um, I will. Yeah. Put per- like I will. Let him climb up onto my shoulder, and I'm out the yep. door. And I guess, like out of habit, I'll go for Riordan first because I'm used to. Yeah. Sure. And me. Uh,
3: so just a just a quick note, Josh. Uh, Whisper is actually Kane's familiar. He has created a familiar bond uh, with him at mm. this point, so you can communicate with him telepathically, uh, oh, which is know. now all of this is starting to to come to your realization. Um, and it sounds like there's a lot more of this sort of confusion sort of ticking around in Whisper's mind. Like he's been mulling a lot of this over without any way to express it for some time now.
1: Okay. I, like, uh, I understand right, so, that. There's almost a little yeah. bit of sympathy that you'll feel from my end of sort of like, right. a, I get that, I get b- being misunderstood and confused and mm-hmm. all that business.
3: Word. All right, so uh, you head over to Rioden's room, and you can pound on the door and roust him. Rioden, yeah. you're awakened by a sound of urgent knocking at your door.
2: I'm wearing like a Hugh Hefner robe. <laughs> I uh, open the Throws door. Throws on a velvet yes? robe.
1: Yeah, just look like, <laughs> full velvet. I look him Everything up I'm and down, and I say, you have five minutes to ready yourself.
2: This is very exciting. I never thought this day would come, Kane.
1: Sometimes, you know, I always thought there
2: was something between us, but...
1: (laughs) I I want to grab him by, like, the lapel of his, like, luxurious velvet jacket, and I'm just going to slap him open palm across the face. Oof! Oh! What This is how... (laughs) I like the way that this is going.
2: (laughs) Glass and cloak are in danger. Oh! Oh! Wait! Oh! What kind of danger?
1: I like. I am like staring <laughs> at him like I. I'm going to. I'm going to walk away now. That's that's what I'm going to do. I, I leave him. I, like. I I've, I've delivered the message. Um, I'm going to go find Carrie and uh, hopefully not throttle my oldest friend to death. Like, right. throw on, so, uh... like, so, uh... I throw on like <laughs> a velvet coat over the top, and I'm like, I'll come out, and I like follow him into the hallway to see what he's doing. <laughs> I, I pause, right. like hearing him come behind me. What Please was the tell name? Tell me, of the they're for- slippers. Uh, I can't remember the name of the forger. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, they're, they're like slippers. oh no, 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 sorry. no.
4: Uh, they're, cute, they're cute,
1: fuzzy bat
5: slippers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: With tiny little wings yeah. sticking out the side, like
3: yep. you know
4: how Hermes has like the tiny little slippers of yeah. flying, they're like that. But bats. Oh. <sighs> Get out. Hey Dan, how's this going? Exactly. Oh, how think perfect. We to do a, a nice serious campaign in Midgard.
3: This is perfect. No, it's good. It's so dark. All right. Uh, so as you yeah, as you so turn good. away from Rioden um as Kane turns. The owl's eyes just kind of stay fixed on Ryoden, and his body just sort of turns under the head until the, the head is pointing uh, directly back, just kind of watching Ryoden come out into the hall. And you can uh, find Kari's room and knock on the door. Kari, you are awakened by the sound. Of, well, you're not awakened, you're uh, drawn out of your reverie by uh, the sound of someone at your door. So you just simply Hi. look up from meditations. Up, and,
0: uh... I listen quietly. Someone knocking is not likely to... Or someone trying to kill me is not likely to knock first, so I'll get dressed as quickly as I can. Just a moment. And then I come up to the door,
1: kind of peering through it. Room service.
7: It's the Dampiers.
1: <laughs> me and you, me eyes, we're both like, kill him. Kill him now. Like, <laughs> just bury him in the yard.
2: Got like a mug of hot cocoa from somewhere. <laughs> oh, God.
0: I mean, what More causes you to rouse me at such an early hour, especially when we have work to do soon?
7: We
1: have work now.
0: What is going on?
1: Whatever hunts Alma, hunts Eferens, Blazin Cloak are in danger.
0: I grab all my stuff.
3: All right. Uh, so, Riodan, are you going to put your armor on or go
2: without? Is this I'm an Alma kind of situation, do we think? What kind of event is this? You know, I don't want to be overdressed. The owl, the owl nods,
1: affirmative. I I look at Riordan and I say... Whatever hunts them, tore a building apart.
2: Give me 30 minutes,
1: and I'm going (laughs) to go into my room. (laughs) I'll come with with him. This is not the first time I'm about to help him into his armor. If it gets him out of it, hey. Hey.
3: (laughs) He can't can't reasonably put it on alone. So, yeah, it uh, it is maddeningly slow. And, uh, Kane, your nerves are kind of jangling. But you do manage to get him strapped into
1: his plate. I make Ooh, him uncomfortably done, tight. I, I like it's a cork. Like I, bu- I, I buckle this shit up tight. <laughs> yeah, it's just well, it's bad, a little uncomfortable. It's, it's a, just
0: it's a
1: little. Can I also, was there a
0: him in uh, donning his armor?
3: You it, won't, it won't speed it up at all. He's
0: got like but, a whole but, like... Yeah. I imagine him just holding his hands
1: around like it. dress me. He's wearing like a shoe Hefner <laughs> robe but now like the old he's <laughs> the 70s. He's basically Tony Starking but we're like the robot exactly. like, clamping yeah. bits of armor. I'm having...
2: I'm having the most like Theoden, who am I gambling? Moment
1: exactly. Right now.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> except, he's, except he's sipping coffee
3: between his dark musings. Yes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: sipping
3: cocoa.
1: What <laughs> am right. I gambling? When? So am you gambling?
3: guys, uh, you guys get Rio Dan all strapped into his uh, into his kit and ready to go, and you guys uh, head out of the uh, out of the brothel and onto the street and sort of following Kane move at double time. Uh, down the darkened city street towards the Collegium district. Um, as you go, there's this feeling in the air of uh, just a kind of a chill, and and more beyond the this is the the small hours of a spring morning. There's just something uneasy. Just in the in the ambience as you go, Uh, and as you uh, run along the cobblestones, you see the house that the halfling landlady uh, lives in, with the little one, uh, the little kind of adjoined apartment shack in the back of it where Glaz and Cloak live.
1: Uh, Uh, What time is it it currently?
3: Oh, it's probably three three thirty in the morning
4: glasses snoring. I'm trying wildly. to think. I, mean, I,
5: I think either Chloe <laughs> is is waking up or he's been up and he's outside with because uh, he left early from everyone. He did. Um so uh he'd be outside with uh Puff Puff uh teaching him a trick As you see, like a potion strapped to the side of him, uh, and he's teaching him how to trick a potion just in case he needs to. So he bought a potion. (laughs) All so you've kind of
3: you've kind of rigged up a uh, like a collar with a potion on it for Puff Puff, so she can kind of get at it. Oh, cool! All right, yeah, Yeah, that's good. Okay, so you're uh, you're sort of surprised to hear the clattering and clanking of armor, and you look over and you see your uh, your three friends from the Silk Scabbard, uh, Huffin and Puffin, and double timing their way up the street toward you.
5: Um how drunk are they?
3: Um at a <laughs> glance they appear to be, you know, no drunker than Rio Dan on any given
7: night.
6: At <laughs> any given time. Uh, just... no, I mean <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm just
5: I'm just gonna quietly like normal that day day.
7: normal Rio Dan, not not
3: upset Rio <laughs>
5: Uh, I'm just gonna sit there with like puff puff and kind of like watch them as they walk up confused. Uh, and are they like rushing up to me?
1: Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. am gonna way until I rush past until I rush past you because <laughs> I'm just like I'm like no like I'm just like is glass okay? Like, I probably actually say that like <laughs> is
5: glass okay?
1: I feel like I rush uh, on past.
5: I like look through the window, see glass snoring, and I was like, yeah. What? Why why <laughs> all right
3: kane you uh you burst into the house through the small kitchen and uh to glaz's room and you can hear him snoring long before you see him
6: yeah unfortunately
0: it's <laughs> time for us to awaken this one seems i'm awake
5: of... I, you guys Every have not explained of... what is something going on what what what
0: he says that you and glaz are in danger from what we are hunting I'm inclined to believe him as he does not talk what? very
5: often.
6: Right. Yes.
5: Okay. Clausum right. so you much.
3: Could, uh, uh... Oh. Yeah, Kane, you can just kind of head right into Glass's room and shake him awake.
1: Uh I I go in and before I do, I check like under his bed and like around the room like I sweep his room before I even rouse him. Okay. Um,
3: it's uh it's now. very small. It's very sparsely appointed, I would think. Uh, there's really not enough room for much in the way oh. of furniture, decorations, very simple. Um, so you're able to check, uh, you know, the corners under the bed, behind the dresser, that sort of thing, and everything everything appears to be in order. And so you can, yeah, Glaz, you, you wake to uh, Kane sort of checking out your, your room as he's shaking your shoulder
4: what the what, what is what is it and uh glass because he's tall basically it's like the bed's too short for him so uh but there's not like a footboard so his feet are like on the ground even though the rest of his body is like in the bed <laughs> and like you know, the covers yeah. only come down to about his knees and uh imagine, like, sort the of bed is,
1: like rests between his shoulder blades like not even properly supporting <laughs> yeah he kind of hangs like, off a little bit probably him. one <laughs> arm
4: is off on one side um and uh he's what, 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 why are you
1: in my bedroom? I Has anyone else come in so far?
0: Uh, no, I imagine I, I'm standing next to Cloak still, uh, probably petting so, Puff Puff if I'm allowed to.
5: I mean, yeah, but, my- but like Clo- Cloak's just looking at everyone confused and doesn't know because right. he was asleep when glass showed up, so he doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Correct. Uh, Riodan, what are you
3: doing at this very moment?
2: I'll probably come into Glaz's room, it's cold out here.
3: <laughs> Alright, uh, so Riordan sort of at- saunters in with his plate armor on was, and a, a leather, leather uh, looks looks a, a velvet right. coat thrown over it, yeah.
1: <laughs> I am going to slam the door in Riordan's face as he tries to walk in, because I need a moment with Glass. So like, I've roused you, I've uh, armored you, and then you try and follow me and I'm like, fuck off! You are such a to yeah. I'm gonna like,
2: put my ear to the door, very
1: obviously. <laughs> okay. And I look I wanna look at Glas, put a finger to my lips, sort of signal him quiet, and uh I'm gonna hold out my arm for Whisper to jump onto my wrist and make himself does. comfortable like on his yep. bed on his bedside table. Um Yep. Hops right over. And I look at I look at Glas and I say How oh, fuck, how do I even explain this? Whatever what? Turned over, Omar. is hunting all of the copies of the journal, including you. Yours, the one you oh. have.
4: What it... Well he's not here, he's not found it yet. It is hidden very, very well. I put it up high. That will talk it.
1: I look, at, I like, like, there's, there's genuine sadness in my heart. and I would think of like how many homes I probably had to break into to find where there are. It's, it's like, like, it's already gone.
5: I like to think of it like Cloak's like looking under stuff and it's like above yeah. him and he's like, oh, so.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, so, what the... you're saying is you put it out of reach of Cloak and for me, that like, okay, yeah, that's understandable.
3: Yeah, uh, so the two of you who are outside, Cloak and Kari, you guys are kind of, uh, I don't know, bantering, maybe. Kari, you're trying to fill uh, Cloak in on the very little bit you were able to to glean from what all is going on here. Um, uh, as you're doing that, both of you kind of stop as this prickling sort of unease uh, runs over your skin and you can feel your, your skin break out into goosebumps. And, and you don't hear or see anything at least at first but there's this just feeling of slowly growing dread that uh, that washes over you and and then you can see one of the street lamps out on uh, out on the road one of the uh, it's actually like a continual flame uh, a magical street lamp it sort of uh, this this pure white light kind of goes uh, greenish and it it burns down to like an ember and then snuffs out completely. And as you watch this just kind of where there was once light pooled at the, the base of this thing, there's now this great smear of darkness and shadow and, and your eyes kind of play tricks on you and you, you have to kind of blink and focus, but it looks like that darkness is rolling forward along now the grass off of the street towards you.
5: Um, at at this point, uh, I would, uh, kneel down the puff puff and be like, Mm -hmm. Mrs. Kettlewrestling, get out of here. And then, uh, kind of walk towards it. She, uh, she
3: gives you a little takes, uh, kind of lunges toward D's house. And there's a a Mm -hmm. glimmer of golden sparkles and she disappears. All right. So, uh, you're heading toward the thing. Kari, what are you doing?
0: Uh, I was standing next to Cloak because I was going to wait until I could explain what mm-hmm. was going on and just reiterate. Yeah. So, like, what's your what's your immediate
3: uh, what's your immediate reaction to, reaction the to seeing this? Yeah.
0: Crack coming to us.
3: Well, it's mostly um, darkness. But... It's a, the 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 light turned it's green gone, and green. diminished and then snuffed out. And this just looks like the the darkness that was left behind after the light diminished is just sort of sliding along the ground.
0: Do I recognize? Like, is that a shadow
6: there?
3: No, like, like it's it's clearly at home in the darkness and manipulating the shadows and and the dark, but this uh, feels wrong in every sense of the word.
0: Mm. I kind of want to launch a guiding bolt at it.
3: Okay, so you're you're preparing to cast. Uh, you're preparing to blast it with a spell. Uh, so as you yeah. uh, as you guys are approaching, this thing sort of heaves up out of this blackness that's just oozing along the ground, and it doesn't even really seem to have a form. It's like this tangled jumble of lashing black tendrils, like half tentacle, half just oh, sort I'm of stretching shadow and uh, occasionally there's this flicker of sickly green light from inside, what you can tell is maybe like this core where these tangles sort of all ball up into this central, I hesitate to say body, but that's really the best you can say, and occasionally those little green flickers that kind of glow through those tangled tendrils look vaguely reminiscent of an eye, but it's more the feeling of an eye rather than the look of it. Whatever it, it, this thing just looks like, it, it, it doesn't have any sort of discernible form. Uh, and as it bursts up out of the ground, you can see that the, uh, the grass of the lawn is dying and turning black and just kind of spreading. That, that blight is spreading towards you. It, uh, as it does, it sort of spins around and four of those lashing tendrils strike out and slice into the wall and the closed window of glass and, uh, and cloaks flat. And as they do, you can hear stone crack and wood splinter, and you smell this horrible smell of rot and decay as the stone and wood just starts to crumble and disintegrate around these lashes. Those of you who are inside, you hear and see this as the wall begins to buckle inward and these writhing tendrils of darkness are pushing their way in. So we can go ahead and roll initiative. Okay.
2: I like to think that I like, open up the, uh, the 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 maid the woman I'm like making her get me stuff when all of this happens <laughs>
4: like, oh, shit, shit. <laughs> yeah. look at that uh, uh, 14 14s and 15s 13 14 15 ooh, ooh. nice ooh, nice uh, yeah you gotta roll that's manually better. Josh has to roll manually so whatever yep that's
0: fine
4: oh, unfortunately uh Dan I've got a quick question yeah 10. Just timing of level up wise. Uh-huh. Will I do? I have my new spells for this, or is yes. I haven't completed? a okay, yeah, so you guys. you guys. Are,
3: we're going to say you it guys are all sometime
4: uh, over those well. days. Okay.
3: Yep. Yep. Uh,
4: okay, so we have
3: got uh, anyone over twenty? Nope. Uh, twenty to 15? fifteen.
5: Fifteen.
0: Oh of us.
3: Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
6: All
3: right, uh, so let's see, Kari, Glaz, Cloak. (laughs) Uh, Who would like to go first out of you guys, Kari, Glaz, or Cloak? Uh, How about, about, let's say, Kari, because she was getting ready to cast a Guiding Bolt. So we'll say she's got a little bit of a drop there. I think Glaz is probably at
4: the end of this.
3: Uh, Then we're going to say Cloak, because he saw it coming as well. Uh, And Mm -hmm. then we'll say Glaz. Fifteen. I'm lost. All right. Uh, Kane is where on this?
1: Uh, it, oh, is he the sixth?
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but plus ten. So uh, uh, plus ten plus four. Sorry. So uh, I was Kane, gonna
4: say, no, don't fucking <laughs> damn fucking initiative, Jesus,
1: All I'll right. So go first. Uh,
3: so you're on a ten. Uh, Rio Dan is on a nine. So it's gonna... Kane. Yes. Ryo
1: Dan. I well, I mean, awesome.
3: this is just working out. The All cell right. story, so man. the creature uh, oh, you see it's uh, its tendrils kind of stiffen and heave and just rip the wall apart <laughs> and its body spins and turns one of those irregular green glows toward the inside that sort of uh, blazes around almost like you can just feel it it's searching uh, and its eyes settle on the top of the bureau. <laughs> <laughs> on the top of the wardrobe. Uh, and one of its tendrils lashes out and sort of burns through the top decorative bit of wood. And it just kind of blackens and crumbles away from the touch of it. And it lashes around the journal that's stashed up there and starts to pull it back. That's a right, your turn. Huh. I draw my bow.
0: But instead of going for an arrow like I normally would, I go through, mm-hmm. go through the spell casting as I draw back. That's where I get my guiding bolt from. And I level at it and I let fly and I'm going to use my net 20 to hit it.
3: Oh, nice. All right, so you draw the string back, whispering your prayer to the hunter. And as you do, this bright sort of violet light starts spilling through your fingers and lances forward when you release the bowstring. And it strikes this creature right dead center in the body. So go ahead and give me double your damage. I am going to try and
0: figure out how much that is, because math is hard. So 46 plus? Uh, 1d6, so it's 5d6 in total, so five, fourteen, 5, 14, and it's double rolls, not double the total, correct?
3: Yeah, it's double rolls, so yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's there go. 10
0: in total, so that's 28 huh. points of damage.
3: Ow, and that's radiant damage, right?
0: Yes, yeah. which means, and also, right. the instant attack versus it will have advantage.
3: Okay, uh, as, as it begins to glow with that violet radiance, it, uh, it, sh- it makes this strange. It's like a cacophony of a dozen different pitches of shriek. As you can see, parts of its uh, tendril body just sort of evaporate into nothing as the light sears into it. Uh... Oh man, this
0: reminds me of a Jubilex for some reason. Ah. Here, I can give you guys Um, a
3: a picture of what you're looking at here.
4: Sorry, sorry. There it it is. is. Oh yeah, that's
0: not terrifying in the slightest. Uh, Can I make some sort of uh, a nature roll or something
3: to Uh, decipher what it is? This thing defies nature uh, with every fiber of its existence. Uh, So you guys could make (laughs) intelligence arcana checks uh to see if you can I
5: identify what it is do so? uh, i'll, I'll okay. do one uh, you can do one as well am... yeah
0: i'm afraid
5: uh, uh four.
3: <laughs> what four? four all right uh glass you can do one as well you can see it
4: it ripped a oh. big old wall <laughs> and this is arcana need <laughs> to That's a nat one. That's still waking
6: Whoa! up. <laughs> all right. we, we all are yeah, like, what a the
4: wizard. fuck is this?
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> all right, so um, yeah. none of you are quite sure what this thing is. And uh, the more it kind of, uh, you feel this almost like pressure on your, your minds when you get near it. And it's like you can start to hear words as if they were thoughts intruding on your own mind but uh, it doesn't make any sense. Although I will say that Cloak, there's something naggingly familiar about it. Uh, Maybe something that you read recently, you're not sure. All right, Um, Mm -hmm. so that is gonna be Cloak,
5: your turn. Uh, So this tentacle has like wrapped up around. I think what Cloak's gonna do is gonna use his planar warrior, but he's gonna, um, the residual energy that was from the guiding bolt uh, he's going to see the, the wave, and he's going to see how that affected it. His eyes are going to squint, and he's going to jump up and attack that tentacle uh, that has that book, ra- or that's wrapping around the book, probably towards more towards the base or, like, midway, uh, depending sure. on where he's located. Um, and I have advantage on this roll. You do indeed. In you
3: Yep, the, uh, the violet glow of the guiding bolt sort of um, suffuses your blade and it starts mm-hmm. to shine from within the metal with that same light as you uh, call upon the rift it's creating in the planes.
5: All right, what do we get here? Uh, 19 to hit. That'll hit. Give me some damage. All right, uh, this will be a uh, D8 plus four, which is uh, six plus the D6, uh, which is five, which is 11 points of damage. All uh, right. As he as he comes out and attacks it, um, and he he would like look at everyone and he like, "Why is it after the burk? What the fuck?" <laughs>
4: <laughs> Glass, your turn. So, uh, Glass is casting mage armor because a fight. Uh, yep. So that's his action, and then um, I don't have anything else that. Uh, well, uh, no, that's all I can do, because that's a, uh, I don't have any cantrips that are a action. Uh, but Glaz is going to... Um, is this—is the creature blocking me from the door of the room?
3: No, it's actually coming through the wall. So the door right, is on the so, other side. I, I just didn't
4: know if it was between yep. me and the door. So Glaz nope. um, is Opposite. going to try to get some distance between himself and this. So uh, seeing it come through the wall, he wants to get outside so he can do some things... Uh, from the exterior of this. All
3: right, so I will warn you, you can see that its tendrils are extremely long and kind of lashing uh, all over the place. You think you're, even though it's kind of outside the wall of your, your bedroom, you think you're in its
4: reach. Um, is, but uh, so here's a question. Mm-hmm. Um. is it within melee range of glass or for spell casting purposes for spell attacks would spell attacks have to be at a disadvantage because I'm so close
3: no you're you were basically within 10 feet of it but About not within 10 five. feet away from it yeah exactly um, but uh, you um, cast Mage Armor, which means you can't cast any other spells, because the only other thing you oh, can no, cast no, but is a one action. this
4: yeah. is for, 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 well, things for later in, in the future. Got it. Whether, for later, whether Got it. yeah, this is for me getting ready for later. Um, sure. I think well, I think I'm going to go with it. Glaze is still a bit confused. He's laying down in bed, okay. so he kind of was prone. So I'm going to say that yeah, no, he he's kind of he gets to his feet, but he doesn't. Uh, he is assessing the situation. He doesn't run yet. Okay, cool. This is not good. Uh, we need to keep that book.
3: Kane, your turn.
1: Okay. Fuck. Uh, like, I imagine Kane was about to tell Glass, because I was about to turn around to Glass and be like, hey, Glass, I have a Strix familiar, and can you help me out and explain this to me? <laughs> and, like, I'm like,
6: yeah, well, Glass, is the thing.
1: And then the fucking wall starts exploding. (laughs) I'm like, I just wanted five minutes, guys! Motherfucker! Um Oh, you knew he was a danger. I am going to uh I'm gonna back up. Um if I can without like provoking attacks of opportunity, I don't know, I will try. Uh, um,
3: so you're you're basically also within the creature's reach, uh, but you're at 10 feet away from it. So if you wanted to oh, shoot it, at it, oh, you could you right, could okay, fire from here. Case, it's not right on you, no, but it yeah, has long tendrils.
1: Case, yeah, I'll reach down sort of like grabbing uh, an arrow from my quiver uh, and yep. loose one straight into the midst of this. Did you, um,
3: uh, are,
1: are you a hunter's marker? Uh, give me one second, I'll tell you. I believe so. I believe
3: you are. I, I, I believe you are. Did you yes, want to do I that am, before you shoot? I've
1: used, I know All I've used it before. Yep. Right. Yeah, so I will use uh, Hunter's Mark.
3: All right. so your vision and kind of tunnels of in on this creature, and you see a little little blood red mark appear within its core tangle.
1: Hello, level, hello level four. Um, I'm going to use Sharpshooter. Ooh! Ooh, Ooh,
3: fancy. Yeah, All nice.
7: right, fancy.
3: so make your, uh, make your attack roll at minus five. Um, uh, okay, hang on, um, as you're doing this, uh, Whisper kind of launches into the air, dive bombs right at that sort of glowing central eye spot at this thing, and sort of like extends his talons and rakes at the thing's eye, which then sort of closes and then opens on the other side pointing out into the yard toward uh, Kari and Cloak. And as he does, he swoops by, just kind of ducks and weaves through these tendrils, and then out into the night sky, using his flyby to provoke no opportunity attack. What? So he has used the help what? action. You, So, yeah, he, uh, he just used the help action, so you have advantage on this attack. Okay. Uh, sorry, let me
1: just check while I'm shooting now. One total of that's a plus Three for
6: this. Okay.
1: All right. At advantage. Uh, so, uh nineteen three, yeah.
3: total. That hits. Give me some damage.
1: Okay. Uh, my damage will be.
0: Go birdie. Go birdie. Please, Go birdie.
1: please do well. Uh, four plus fourteen. So 18 damage.
3: So that's eighteen, and d six for your hunter's mark.
1: And yeah. Uh, you can... Yes! yes! Yeah. Woo! Awesome.
3: So, uh, all for right. Three, four. Ow! Uh, all right. So, the arrow…
1: Ow! …spends straight Ow. for…
3: Uh, …heads straight for that phantom blood mark that you've placed onto it. It rips into its body, and it lets out this horrible uh, screaming cry, and… The, the voices that rip through your head are once again in that terrible void speech. So you can feel your head start to pound and like blood trickling out of your nose. And uh, it looks like it is uh, grievously wounded by that shot.
1: Okay, I think that is my turn. However, I don't know if I need to make you aware of this. Uh, uh-huh. And I'm sure you've noted yeah. down, but I have, uh, what I've noted down on my character sheet is a voided taint. I don't think that's how I, I think it Vo- I think I meant to write like <laughs> void taint.
3: Yes, um, you have one you have one point of void taint that is not coming into okay. play here at the moment. Okay. Alright, uh so that was on. Kane. Dan, that's you. Uh you can kind of like turn and kind of see out the window just like a, a quarter of all the craziness that's happening outside.
2: Yeah, I like uh <laughs> Bloody hell! And I <laughs> stand up, and I would like to uh, do the thing that I do best, and I only wish I had rolled better on initiative for. Uh, right. First of all, I'm going to draw out my Sanguine Lash, but then I'm going to I'm gonna cast uh, Bless! Blessings Ooh. of the Raider upon you all! Yes! Um, Bless- and is going to get doesn't? blessed, <laughs> Carrie is going to get blessed, and... Kane's gonna get blessed. Actually, no, not Kane. He shot the door in my face. Cloak is getting blessed. <laughs> 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 That's,
6: fair. That's
2: fair. All right. Fair. Totally fair. So those of you who
3: are blessed, uh, remember to add your D4 to attack rolls and saving throws. All right. Uh, Voidling. Uh, all right. So it is going to. So its tendrils all sort of um, writhe back in toward the body and it spins quickly and you can feel that terrible pressure in your head build as you could feel almost like gravity sucking toward this thing and then rips outward in this wave of distortion. It bends light, it makes it look like the walls are rippling outward like a like a lens, and you can just see crumbling and disintegrating in the wake of this wave as it rips out. So I need everybody to go ahead and make a uh, constitution saving throw, please.
4: Okay. Oh, got this. <laughs> okay, that's an
0: 18. I'm, I'm hoping that is okay.
5: Just roll, like, absolute dog shit. I have a 19 bless. uh, with, with Blessing included bless, into it.
2: Get your shit yeah.
6: together!
3: Well, as I <laughs> got to shit
0: together.
3: Um, yeah, remember to add your d4 if you need to. So, anyone who meets... <laughs> oh, probably not.
6: Sorry,
3: uh The dc that you're looking for is 17. New. Wow. New. New? All right. I, so got 19, anyone, I got 19.
5: Ooh, good, I good. I got 19. I so think anyone, yeah. Anyone saved.
3: Yeah. Anyone who fails takes 30 points of necrotic damage. Anyone who passed takes 15.
6: What the
0: shit's 30? 30? 30? 30? Can
5: I... Can Are I, you I,
3: dead?
5: I'm can out, guys. See you a, later. Can I do a reaction uh, to do uh, my absorb elements? Yes, if one. necrotic okay. if necrotic
3: is a viable target for that, then yes. That is a great it,
5: question. I, I think, think, think it is. Um, I don't think
3: so. Kane, are you out?
1: I Kane is insta killed, right? No, 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 I, no, I will. No, 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 Oh, no, no, no. no, <laughs> wait, no, no way! Know,
5: never mind. Now, acid, yeah, cold fire, lightning, thunder. Is that's, that's, the, that's the first time I've had this spell, so I was like, "Can I use it?"
3: sorry no uh, uh all right so fight. Oh, wait. what are what are kane's total hit points at level four by the way
1: uh 27. oh wow why do you all suck right. <laughs> do all your, uh, i have 16.
3: don't
0: even at me that's fucking scary
5: yeah yeah 16 fight? is rough
0: yeah I, um, I'm shit. Fine. I'm, like, I'm fine Ooh. how does glass uh,
5: have more hit points than you guys I don't want yeah. HP. Because yeah. I also have plus three <laughs> because he's got huge Ah. Like. Oh. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. So, uh, in the wake of it's that, fine.
3: the creature uh, begins to sort of withdraw from the uh, crevice. Oh, no, Who's up in melee on. with it? Cloak. Uh, cloak, you get an opportunity to attack against it. That's flying away from you.
5: Okay. Uh, I'm totally uh, going to do this. Well, mm-hmm. hold on. Let me. Uh, here we go. Ha! Huh. Uh, damn it, man! Twenty-three. Yes,
3: oh yeah, you got it.
5: Give me some. Uh, I'm still going for the tentacle, so that'd be uh, eight. Uh, All right. Or like so, try to uh, loosen the book. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I will say that that is enough to sever that tentacle, and the end of it just sort of evaporates into nothing. Almost, it's like. It's less of a, of a poof and more of an implosion, like the world is forcing this thing out of it when it's no longer attached to the body. The, uh, the mm-hmm. world itself just rejected this thing's presence, and the book tumbles and flutters down to the ground at your feet. Uh, the creature immediately stops its retreat, spins and fixes its strange cluster of glowing green spots on you, Cloak. Okay. Uh, Kari, that's your turn.
0: Um, if I run over to Kane, am I going to provoke an attack of opportunity? Uh, no. All right, I'm going to run over to Kane, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds at level two, uh, giving him two d8 healing. All right, and no modifier right. because I am amazing. Hope for big numbers. That's ten. You get ten points of health back.
3: Well, <laughs> uh, you have a you have a Wisdom bonus.
0: You? I do. Okay, yes, I do actually. I totally forgot, so you get 12 points back. Boosh. And I will send my bonus action to mark this as my favorite enemy for the day with my bow.
3: Oh, all right. So you, uh, you whisper uh, a pronouncement of hatred, and uh, the rest of you see that uh, purplish sort of spectral visage of the plate armor-clad uh, ancient dead dwarf king overlaying Kari for a moment. And it's fixing its glare upon this creature, and its eyes sort of overlap with her eyes. And, there's, and when the image fades, you can still see this purplish glow in her eyes that just burn with hate. All right. Uh, Cloak, your turn.
5: Question. Um, Yeah. This this thing doesn't seem fast. Um, And I I put Uh, two two together. It's after the ball. I would
3: would say it seemed quite fast, actually. The way it was kind of starting to zip away from you.
5: Oh, so, like, even if I dashed, uh, this thing would fucking...
3: uh, Uh, I would say you think... think could probably keep pace with it if you dashed, but then, you know, it could dash.
5: My plan, um, is this is crazy, uh, uh, but call me maybe. Uh, I pick up the book, uh, and I'm like, go to Caledrum! And I fucking book it through the backyards, uh, and uh, try to put distance in between, uh, me and it, and, uh, Using my small height to fucking kind of like whip through shit and dash away um, from this thing. Uh, okay,
3: if uh, if you dash, it will get an oppor- uh, attack of opportunity. Uh, sorry, opportunity attack against you as you leave its reach.
5: Yeah, that's fine. I'm 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 totally planning on that.
3: Alrighty, then it will lash out at
5: you. AC 17 still. Fuck, okay, whatever, Dan. Whatever, Dan. I'm always going to roll above fucking your AC every time I attack you. Gotcha. (laughs) That's a
3: sink. Yeah, that's pretty bad. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. Uh, All right, so you're going to take eight points of slashing damage?
4: That's not a problem.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's the second part. Oh, you're only going to take one point of necrotic damage. Okay. So for a total of nine.
5: All right. Uh, and I'm I'm fucking running to the most of my capacity currently.
3: Uh, All right, so and- you, what is your speed? 25, right? So you can get kind of 45. around the building. And uh, with your small stature, you could even duck, say, under this little raised porch that you think yeah. will, uh, it will be mo- very difficult for this large creature to follow you under there. And so it'll have to strike mm-hmm. at you with some cover if it wants to attack you.
5: OK. Or yeah, it'll, I'm, have to, I'm totally, it'll
3: have to like waste time ripping the deck up.
5: Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm heading towards the Collegium and getting the fuck out of there and trying to get out sure. of its reach uh, the best way I sounds, can.
3: Sounds good. Uh, all right, Glass, your turn.
4: So, you were saying this thing? I mean, it looks like—is it looking like it's falling apart, or is it looking like it's still going strong?
3: Uh, it's looking like there's bits of it that are sort of struggling to maintain their cohesion, and occasionally other bits look like they're being crushed into nothing by nothing. So, yeah, it looks like it's it's in pretty rough shape. It took a pile of damage real fast.
4: Glaz um, is going to. He sees his friend Riodan and uh, Kari there, and thinking that this is some other worldly, worldly horrible thing pulls oh, his absolutely. diamond out, uh, not knowing if their weapons will damage it, thinking magic. Magic must be the answer here. Spins up a chromatic orb mm-hmm. and uh, is going to give that a whirl. Come on, Glass, do something. Nope. Oop, I got a d4 on that. It might make it. You do. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Oh, yeah. And that is four D eight. Is of an, uh fire damage is what I was thinking. I know I should have announced it beforehand, but we uh, don't know Yep, yet. Go ahead. Go ahead and do your darkness survival, and oh, sure. uh, you know what? And mm-hmm. I do. Uh, is it too late for me to do my lay uh, to see to see if I into lay? I'll
3: I'll I'll let you do it. You can to go ahead and channel the lay line if you like. Okay, give me a second.
4: Uh, so I need a D twenty. That's a DC of twelve. We'll see if that works. Oh, he doesn't
3: yep. oh
4: no, that, uh, no but oh, that feedback looked like a, that looked yeah. like a 14 on my screen oh no it was a four which is on a okay. 12 which is uh, more than five under so it actually is a feedback Ooh, <clears throat> all right so i should have kept <laughs> enough uh on a four uh the next spell you cast fails and the spell slot is wasted so that basically right. means that my chromatic orb just fizzled, right?
3: Um so yeah, yeah, that is that is unfortunately what happens, yeah. So you draw on the ley line and you can hear its uh, you can hear its song from afar pulling through your link, but uh, <laughs> there's this sudden ripping fluctuation in the power that almost knocks you off your feet, and as you're beginning to spin the diamond to channel the, the power of fire through it. It the, just that wave of energy rips through, and just the threads of the weave go sprawling out of your hands, and the diamond actually fumbles out of your grip, and you scramble to catch it before it goes clattering away, and the magic that drains away a from
4: really you. Really bad morning.
7: Not ha- not having a good <laughs> night. Does this does is rough. Wake
4: well. <laughs> Kane, let's just see uh,
7: you. What been. Uh,
4: what that would have been. Twenty-two been good. points of damage. Would have been twenty-two yeah, 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 points yeah. of damage.
3: Cain, you come too with uh, Kari's hand on your chest and uh, the terrible, horrible burning sensation of your rotting flesh beginning to subside.
1: Oh, good. That's what I like. <laughs> I, um, I imagine very sort of like shakily like I will... i like, I blink sort of rapidly, spot like blinking away the spots in my vision, look up at Carrie, uh, and roll uneasily and unsteadily to my feet, sort of clutching my arrow so that I don't fly out everywhere and try and draw one. Um, before, and I literally like, I've knocked the arrow before I even see Can I still see this target if he's moving away or?
3: Yeah, it hasn't really gotten far from the. Uh, the it, it's it's a little ways out into the yard now, but it's still in that gaping hole that it ripped in yeah. the wall.
1: Okay. Um, I will try and shoot it again. Um, okay. I will try. Like angrily, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and sharpshooter it again. Um, but uh, and again, as you're drawing your beads.
3: Uh, oh, yeah, your hunter's mark is gone 100%. because you, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you were not unconscious. So, yeah. You can cast it again if you like.
1: Um, yes, yes, I will.
3: Okay, so uh, as you start sighting in on this thing, uh, once again, you can feel Whisper's presence drawing near as he dives at it, grabs a hold of it, and just starts tearing with his talons and screaming at it in Umbral and then uh, sort of weaves through its tendrils again and just harasses it. So once again, he's giving you help.
1: Interesting, thank you. I will uh, make the most of it. Not much, not much with it, I presume. Uh, That's uh, plus four, so 10?
3: 10, all right. So the arrow just kind of uh, gets caught in those writhing tendrils that are its core and snapped in half.
1: Uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll just add my bless. Oh wait, oh wait, my buddy, my buddy don't like me anymore, dick. <laughs> yep, yep, Look yep, yep, you, fucking Rian. You Speaking like of, it. Rianan, no, Rian, it's your turn. My fault.
2: Okay. Oh, what can I say? Uh, so Cain's not looking <laughs> so good, right? He's looking sort of in pain. Uh,
3: pretty bad. A little better now Kane, than he was,
4: but Laz looks really bad. Okay,
2: the <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> okay. Um. Well, was going to do something so, heroic and totally failed.
2: Yeah, no, in that case, I, I will. it uh, to uh, be fine. He's shooting shade my way anyway. So, um. Uh, and Riran is nothing if not a mean girl. So, uh, I'm going to run over towards Glass and cast Cure Wounds uh, on him, which will heal you for six points of health. <laughs> Which maybe does something. Um, yeah, that helps.
4: Feel better!
2: Hey, it tripled my <laughs> health.
4: There we
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> and I like stick my tongue hey, you out. glass or cane? Glass. 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 Oh. All right. Glass
3: was a three. All right, this creature is going to turn and dart away from you all, following Cloak around the front of the house. Um. As it does, it, let's see, I don't think anybody would be close enough to it. Uh, Glaz, you're a little ways back. Riodan, I think you're, nope, because it moved away. So nobody is in a position to... right.
0: I thought Kari was, was like, next to me. That makes any difference. I, was at the, I was, and then I went to the window went in. seeing the darkness. Uh-huh. And then I leaned out well, and then I shot my guiding bolt. So if that, if that, okay. if I'm in the area, we more, to, more to the
3: point. More to the point she went inside to heal Cain. Uh, all right, so the uh, the creature just sort of, it moves. It's less like it flies and more like it just sort of is pushed through space somehow. It's, it's very mind-bending watching it move. And it slips around the corner and is chasing after Cloak, who didn't take any sort of uh, hide. So it's going to lash out at you with some of its tendrils. (laughs)
5: Uh, What's your armor class? Uh,
3: Uh, You're actually going to have... You're going to have three quarters cover, so I think that pushes you up to a 22.
5: 22, yeah, okay. I'm at a 22 then. You're at the DM. Uh, I mean,
2: I'm I'm not going to complain about that. I
3: (laughs) missed... I missed the... uh, the box, but uh, that is three misses thanks to the cover. One one tendril oh, God, hits you. Got <laughs> uh, That's that's not much. Five. Uh, so that's a total of eleven.
5: Okay. Uh,
3: come on. okay. Between slashing and necrotic, one of the tendrils <laughs> lances out, cuts through the support of the uh, deck, and slices deep into your leg. <laughs>
5: 20, 20 wounds, and I'm not bloody. Thank you, tough. Ooh, thank you, tough. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, what puff, puff, doing? puff puff
0: was puff getting puff D out puff.
3: out of the. Uh, puff puff went to get D kettle whistle out of the house. Aw. Uh, so that is Kari. Agree. Kari, it's your turn. Uh,
0: I am going to. How far away is Glas from me? No, no, I'm still next to Kane uh, and He still needs healing. Glas is like okay.
3: five feet away from you. Yeah.
0: Oh, good. Okay. Oh, okay. If he's that close, uh, Yeah, you guys are. You guys are all building.
3: clumped up in the remains of Glas's bedroom at the moment.
0: All right, i'm going to cast cure wounds at level two on my dear friend Glaz. so that's one that's two that is is eleven points of killing to you friend
4: thank you very good very good
6: you're
0: welcome and uh that will be my actually he's up and about is the is the thing like kind of absconding down the street now is it running
3: it's gone it's gone around the corner of the house
0: Okay, I'm gonna chase after it
3: with my movement. Okay, you have uh, you have plenty of movement to get around the corner. Uh, you can see that the creature has gone around the front of the house, where there's sort of a raised porch, and uh, it is up against it and lashing its tendrils under the uh, under the porch. And you can see cloak sort of uh, whipping his his uh, his red cloak around, deflecting uh, these rotting tendrils as they lash out at him.
0: Um, I'd like to there, spend so there's, my reaction if I have one, to scream for the town guard. Someone help us!
3: Sure, As this sure been, you can do I that. mean,
0: the building has been torn apart, but hopefully
3: someone yep, hears yep. that. Uh, you can see that there's another one of the street lamps nearby, and the creature is like... It's like pressing itself away from the light and trying to stay what in the dark.
0: Where is blue fire? it, uh, the blue flame.
5: Cloak! It's Cloak's turn um okay so if this thing is up on top of me again so i can't uh get away from it i mean you could disengage can but yeah you're in its reach can i stealth away uh possibly Hmm. so i'm like in a raised roof and like how i'm thinking about it's like there's a house and i'm thinking like like houses here in like texas like there's no basement but there's like an under Portion like a crawl of the space.
6: house,
5: yeah. yeah, like a crawl space under the house. I wonder if I can stealth away to there, getting back to the back of the house and fucking uh, getting away from this thing again.
3: So there's no visible crawl space or anything. The foundation is just right up against the uh, right up against the house, but there mm-hmm. is like you, you know how a deck is built, right? There is space kind of up above. You think you might yeah. be able to get uh, some cover behind the just the structure of the deck and hide there
5: okay yeah uh let me let me do that that would, thing's, uh,
3: that would limit how far you can go uh because of course yeah. you'll have to kind of break cover to get out from under the deck but you can hide from it and it'll have to try and find you before it can actually attack you
5: okay yeah that's what, that's what i'm gonna do uh because this thing is fucking faster than i intended uh um, yeah it's speed,
3: it's speed 50.
5: normal 50?
3: Yeah, it, it, that's like, 50. yeah fly 50 what it's got yeah
5: Oh, that's like my dash. So,
3: yes, correct. Uh, I would, and
5: like, if this thing dash, it'd be like I'm in front of you. It's like Goku, and I'm like, God damn it! Okay, uh, so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stealth. Um, All right.
3: So you can make a dexterity
5: stealth check. 16. Ooh.
3: That beats its passive. So it, uh, it very clearly loses sight of cloak and uh, starts kind of waving its tendrils down around there and like reaching around the supports. That hold up the deck, looking for you, Uh, cloak, and so you can move if you like. Uh, You can't go terribly far.
5: Uh, But yeah, I I know. uh, uh, uh,
4: Get a little distance.
5: Yeah, I'm getting a little bit of distance and hoping it doesn't notice me and using the stealth to my advantage right now. uh, Yeah, okay. So get the fuck out of there.
3: So you have, you've successfully hidden from it, so you can kind of like crawl through the, I mean, not exactly rafters, but you know what I mean, the, the underside <laughs> of the deck, uh, and you can get out of its reach, and you're basically at the far side of the, the porch now. Uh, okay.
4: Gla- Glaz, your turn, sir. Glaz uh, grabs his diamond off the ground and goes, I hate mornings. I hate being awakened so early, it pisses me off. And he tries to do, uh, Without tapping the ley line, do, uh, do his uh, chromatic war again as fire. Okay. Oh, there we go. That's a 20. Oh, there it is. All right, that hits. And that is, I need to do four eight of fire damage. Or 20 points of fire damage Not as a good. huge Ooh. bolt of fire goes flying sort of Ow. up out of the ground. And hits. All right.
3: Shrieks in agony as the bolt of uh, the uh, the orb of flame, I guess, uh, sears into its body and kind of detonates, setting about a quarter of it on fire. And you watch as this thing starts to like collapse in on itself. Several of those tendrils just sort of vanish, and you can see that its body is starting to collapse inward, like it's beginning to implode. Uh, Kane, your turn.
1: We we need to seriously hurt this thing, or it's gonna like I don't know how close it is. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna risk it for a biscuit one more time, and I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna try to this thing
3: as it flies. All right. So, um, uh, once again, as you move in to make your attack, uh, Whisper darts in from the shadows above it, harrying and tearing at it, and giving you a perfect opening before the owl darts away uh, without suffering an attack.
1: Yes. That's That'll do it. Okay, Uh, I have hunters marked it, so that's uh, six. So eight. Uh, So that's four, five, and then plus fourteen. So twenty-three.
3: All right. uh, So
1: after the first shot, missing, steadying myself somewhat.
3: Yep, so you uh, you sort of come around the corner, um, now no longer limping because of all the radiant energy that's flowed through you and restored your life and mended your flesh. Uh, you, you kind of skid and drop to a knee in the dead, dusty grass, and uh, as as Whisper draws the thing's attention, it turns that side that glass has just kind of blown inward to you, so you can see this empty, just void of black nothingness as the substance of its body is burning to cinders, those cinders are being sucked into essentially what's like a black hole inside this creature. And you fire an arrow directly into that void. And uh, those of you kind of uh, cloak on the other side, you can see through the slats of the deck as the arrow starts to punch through from within and then stops and tumbles backwards. Into the creature's body, as if gravity has caught it, and the rest of you watch and you hear this terrible shrieking in your heads as the uh, the creature just sort of collapses in onto itself to a point and then vanishes. Ooh,
1: shit! What? Can what I was see that? where the arrow pulls?
3: Uh, the arrow is gone. <laughs>
1: Fuck! That was yeah. gonna be my lucky arrow.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, you can go after it if you want, but I don't recommend it.
1: No, I'm good. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Let's go. When the DM's like, go on, push it. Try a little Sure. Dive
3: job, into the void. The void. Yep. I,
1: I will just stay on one knee, like, catching my breath after sorry pulled me back from death. And just... <sighs> <sighs> What
2: the hell is that thing? Why did we come here for this? Why would we.
1: <laughs> what? what happened to the book? Yeah, did the book uh, get I mean, dissolved? I do not remember it.
5: what Cloak did. Cloak grabbed it and what he said, Till like, the collage And then ran away yeah. and the thing fucking started chasing him.
2: Does this happen Are here you, uh, every night? This that bit? Like, is this what it's like not living in the fuckhouse?
1: You- this is barbaric. Okay.
5: <laughs> uh All th- right. at this point, uh, whoever comes around the corner, you're seeing Cloak like come out from like a hidden crawl space in the fucking deck, and he's like, What the fuck is going on? <laughs>
3: right. <laughs> Alright, so uh Whisper comes fluttering down and lands on Kane's shoulder, kind of uh, looking around at all of you. And uh, Whisper opens his human mouth beneath his beak and says,
7: The one who inadvertently created me seeks all of the copies of the journal. You would do well to keep it from him.
1: I think we need to go to Collegium now.
7: Whisper!
3: Whisper the Owl said that.
1: Um, I'm gonna knock what an arrow out and back to away it? from the group because I told Whisper to shut the fuck up and I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for someone <laughs> to attack my bird. My bird fucking warned us. I uh, look at your okay. bird for a moment and kind of puck my head to all the right.
5: side. <laughs> you yeah, know you I know his cloak doesn't pay any fucking mind to what that at all. He's like, Oh that's normal. So um and then he would just like whistle for puff puff.
7: <laughs> Alright, so
3: uh
4: oh, yeah. is the is the book dissolving, or is it?
3: No, uh, like it looks like the cover is is maybe not um, fared the best. It's kind of got a blackened streak where the tendril grabbed it, but no, it doesn't look like it was destroyed.
4: So, yes, the 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 Collegium has the other copy.
5: Has the true copy?
4: The Collegium
3: has the original. Yeah.
5: Yeah, the original so we need to get there and see if this thing attacked Did, was it coming from the collegium uh dan honestly uh
3: no,
5: no. i th- i don't think it got there yet but we need to go uh wake up the, them. they uh, have
4: good defenses but on not only if they are awake that could have killed us in our sleep could have heard <sighs> <I could've>, of uh <sighs> whatever
5: Luckily, I, I don't set out playing games and drinking like the rest of you, so... Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that thing fucking hurt. Uh, it hit me pretty hard. And, like, you see, like, he's got, like, fucking, like, he, like, brings up his, like, shit and, like, his armor is probably got, like, somewhat of a dent in it, and he's like, that's all bruised under there? You guys can't see it right now. But holy fuck, that fucking hurt. I would...
2: like I like, kill wounds close. on myself, by the way. <laughs> someone
1: HP. I will step in front of Cloak as Cloak is like bitching about how he's been hurt with like a huge like welt across my, where, like parts <laughs> of my armor probably entirely fucking rotted away straight across my chest like a sash, and I just give him a don't fucking talk to me how's, about hurt. Look. How's
0: Glass looking? Learn how to take a hit. Uh,
4: Glass is actually looking okay. cocker uh, again,
0: looking over at Cloak. You're you're okay after the
4: two uh, after the two heals? Yeah, I'm at twenty. I mean, I'm all right. I'm, I'm okay. a little bit above. Yeah, half. looking
0: at Cloak, who has literally died twice this campaign. Yeah. this kind of. How are you doing? Are you still fucked
1: up? Uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm on ten hit points, so I'm fine. i i I'll walk I've, over to you and I've, cast, I've, cast I've, Cure Wounds yeah, at level before two. we run down there.
4: We can take a breath. <laughs> We use all of our what if we need those (laughs) glasses? Like
0: I have four spells Uh, remaining. All
3: right. So Whisper looks at you all and says,
7: "I don't fully understand what's happening to me, but I have been able to glean some things from the one who created me. He is almost finished with his preparations." You must stop him before he finishes
4: at the tree. So we were headed the right way. That is very, I look to, I look to Kane. That is very weird, but hey, good for you. Uh, Mr. Uh, whisper, um, can I call you Mr. Whisper? Or uh, do you prefer just Whisper? How would you like to be addressed?
7: Whisper kind of tilt, tilts his head and says, whatever makes you feel
4: more comfortable. So, uh, Mr. Whisper, um, if you, uh... Oh my god.
0: Oh my god, guys, at- <laughs> I love you so much. For
4: <laughs> like he is up at the
1: second,
4: like, up tree. like I actually... at the tree. We need to get to the tree as quickly as possible. Is that what you were telling us? Yes.
7: At the Black Oak Bailey in Castle Shadowcrack.
5: Okay, how, how much time do we have?
4: Right.
7: His preparations near completion. We have
2: passages even worth going. You know, I don't know. Should
7: we? I don't know how long it will take, but whatever he is attempting is very difficult. It will take time and all his effort.
5: Can I roll Arcana again uh, to kind of figure out? I imagine that thing is a void creature, uh, and I kind of want to. Uh, see if I, cloak, can figure that out. Um, Uh,
3: So given a little time to sort of confer about it and the fact that you just read some books on creatures of the void, void speech, mm -hmm. and like the rudiments of void magic that aren't locked away, uh, you guys could puzzle out that this was a creature called a voidling, although you suspect it was either weakened or perhaps a diminished form of them, because what you read of them, you probably wouldn't have survived that uh, That that encounter, if it were a full-strength Yeah, full strength right,
1: void. Dan, that, that thing was kind of a pushover, a bit of a little bitch, yeah. to be honest. It didn't really do uh-huh. much at all. Like, oh,
0: yeah, fucking shudder,
6: oh, I, uh,
4: I cut I it damage pretty hard,
0: so...
5: <laughs> yeah,
4: the real ones are much, oh, much worse. Yeah, they are. Yeah.
5: Uh, I think I think yeah. that was a... I think... A I it easy on it. It's like when the silk scabbard is, uh, you know, winding down for the night and they start watering down their drinks. I think it was that kind of version because the ones I read about were fucking terrible. And that thing uh, could barely, you know, get around. So uh, I would like to prevent those things from coming in full force. Uh, that'd be great.
3: Uh, Another possibility is that it was full strength and has been diminishing because they really can't exist here without something to Mm kind of help them um, because the the multiverse itself rejects their presence. Uh, So you think it maybe was sort of uh, fading and diminishing as time went on. Uh, It was probably the same one that attacked Allmars the previous, uh, Mm -hmm. earlier that, earlier tonight.
5: It's been in our world too long. Um, did Puff Puff show up with Miss Kettlewhistle?
3: Yeah. Uh, yes, Puff Puff uh, comes trotting around the corner after you call.
5: Um, I'm sorry for the damages. I don't know how much it's going to cost to fix.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, it, I would say it's just Puff Puff. It looks like Miss Kettlewhistle hasn't come. Uh, oh okay. And uh, and and Puff Puff looks at you and just kind of, you know, comes up and licks your hand.
5: Okay. Um. I. Ooh, can I assess how much these damages are? I
3: mean, the wall is pretty, uh, pretty effed up. Um. It doesn't look like the actual load bearing structure of the house was damaged, so that's fine. Um. It won't be a terrible chore to fix. Just cost some money uh, and some time. Uh, how much money do you think? I, a few gold would probably cover it.
5: But one platinum.
3: Oh, definitely.
5: Okay, I'll leave her one. I mean, plate. that's
1: ten gold, so. Yep, that'll cover it.
5: Yeah. Um, so I, I leave. I leave uh, one platinum, and I write her a note, uh, just saying, "Hey, sorry, uh, Glaz and I. Uh, we don't know what happened. Uh, we're gonna go
4: uh, on an adventure, and we'll be back." Uh, <laughs> okay. Money for the damages. <laughs> Kane told us about the arrangement he, arrangements he had made. Correct. No, I uh, haven't you. had a chance.
1: Okay, so yeah, so then <laughs> never mind. I genuinely haven't
3: had a chance to tell you. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm sure you did. Like you guys, after you went to the rare books place, you all kind of broke for the evening. So the well, only yeah, one who I was wasn't rare there books was Cloak with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you we were able to guess. You were able to pass that along to everyone, and then even you know, Glas could have passed it along to Cloak
5: at home. So.
4: Well, yeah, he, I Cloak have, was asleep, yeah, so...
1: I That's why Cloak is, like,
5: confusing... What the fuck is going on right now? He's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Tentacle monster showing up from the floor of the fucking goddamn Fucking
4: half can... fuck. I don't think we can get those <laughs> shovel crag any faster than what you have arranged for us, Kane. which leaves at dawn, correct? Correct. Uh, and let we re- acquire some horses
5: that... Uh, we can run directly there and not follow us caravan. I think the,
2: the caravan is a safe option.
4: But the margreave, going through the margrieve, we we could just as easily be waylaid or killed on the way. Uh,
5: Potentially. Yeah. I mean it's, a it's really faster if we end up dead or hurt.
2: I mean, and there's it, a luxury element cleaner. to consider, which I think is being overlooked. I I think
5: there's also a fact Have that if ever we been can on bring them
4: before, they are not very luxurious. Oh, I've been on oh. a horse before. Oh. yes, that I will agree with that.
5: <laughs> if, we, if we can get this to Collegium, maybe they can supply us with horses, and we can avoid, uh, maybe getting there quicker. Uh, I think it's the better option than safety. Um, because if we take the safe route, we may
4: be too late. How far out of the way is the mine from uh from Shadowcraig? Uh,
3: from Shadow Crag? It
4: miles. is. Yeah, yeah. Uh
3: it's about six hours. Five or six hours so, from, from
4: Shadow Crag. Is there a direct road from old road, I would assume. That the, like, is it like the old Strauss family road that goes to You, can go, to
3: to Sh- you can go directly to Shadowcrag, yeah.
4: But it goes to the
3: Margrave. I mean, the, that whole area is kind of on the edge of the Margrave. Yeah, so... But there is a road, yeah.
2: Well, we wake me up if you find the horses, world. or I'll meet you at yes, the caravan that's... place at dawn.
4: Well, if we can find horses and go up the road and just... Keep a good lookout. I, I mean, know, this is the end of the world towards. we are talking about here. We don't want to. Yeah, we we need don't need want to miss talk. the end of our own world. We I think. I think we,
5: yeah, I, I think we need to go talk to the Master Diviner like now, and
4: then. Can like, yeah, we we'll be walking towards the Collegium friends. while this is while these discussions yeah. are happening, Dan?
3: Oh uh, yeah, sure. So you just you we guys want to go uh, and kind to,
0: of... want uh, to recruit us? Could we not borrow some horses from him?
5: I mean, um, several of you have Rick, mounts.
0: Rick, Rick, I, I have I mean, a shadow bar, That is correct.
5: Yeah, I you can have a shadow uh, I, I, I can I can ride puff puff actually.
4: Yeah, yeah puff um, puff is actually. Oh really? One. Oh, in which
0: case?
5: Yep. Yeah.
0: Sure can. You could probably
1: board my shadow. bar. So we need we need one we need one horse. We need or, or we need a mount. We need one mount and then. And between, get reared between, in a donkey. We've got free right. All right. All right. All right. Hold on.
3: Hold on. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Before yeah. we before we get bogged down in horse logistics, what uh, what are you guys <laughs> intending intending I to do? Horse at, logistics
2: at, in my finale, Dan. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get
3: there. Uh, we'll we'll try to move it along. We're 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 running the sands of time. Run before. Uh, us. If we need a uh, horse,
2: I'll buy a horse. I was going right. to say, yeah, I mean, uh, I assume... So what so are horses, you wanting yeah. to,
3: to talk to at the Collegium? You're wanting to go talk uh, to the Master Diviner? What do you want to do? Just check on, see if his copy, if if, if the original of the journal is safe?
4: I think just kind of yeah. warn them, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, the Collegium uh, yeah. is uh, going to have people who can guard these things. We don't need to hang out. So we can, just, them, say. we can just... Yeah, go
5: ahead. Oh, no, I say warn them, explain to them what the fuck is going on and in, uh, shadow Craig and see... Um, uh, if they have any horses, they can lend us,
4: uh, because we're going uh, to we're, we need three? Well, I mean, gold-wise, I mean, I assume we can rent a horse, rent three horses, you know, or all
3: right well well we're before we get into horses you're going to talk to the master diviner so so you're just gonna lay out what all is going on check on the status of the original journal and and see what's what all right so we'll we'll just kind of go through that quickly Um, you managed to arrange to see master diviner Whitstone even though he was you know small hours of the morning asleep he listens to your story gravely uh takes copious notes on the creature and confirms that it was some sort of void creature so probably a voidling um and seems impressed that you're all alive uh he checks on the journal the original and it seems to be perfectly safe and as as it was um and he does arrange for any of you that need horses or uh simple provisions to uh get them so the, the the Collegium will will provide you with
5: mounts if you need. Okay. Right. Um, okay. Also um, kind of uh, asking him if there's anything in, in the book that um, why they would be after this book, hardcore. Uh, like what what information are they looking for or was he able to
4: figure anything out? Uh, Are you uh, asking him because you don't want to give in and let him know that we already know? Oh, are you you trying to
5: see?
3: I mean, what are you you trying to figure out? Are you you trying to see if he's been working on the cipher? Or...
5: Uh, No, if we already know, I forgot then what they're after.
3: (laughs) Well, Glaz has translated some of the cipher, which had encoded spells uh, and also had all sorts of just strange... Um, strange dark magic scrawlings that you're having difficulty making sense of, but apparently whatever he's doing, he's using the Shadow Road ley line and the the seat of the Strauss family's power, where they made their bargain with the Shadow Fey, uh, to focus it to some end. You're not exactly sure what the journal doesn't really go into detail, at least not that you can tell yet. Uh, there is still more that you haven't cracked,
4: but yeah, it's the whole thing about the entity in the tree. And yeah, that, that's where it all began. Came out of the journal from me, deciphering it. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't really kind of glean that
5: information from him. Um, uh, but I, I would get the off ready to ride and uh, get everyone ready to go as soon as daylight hits. Sure. Okay,
3: uh, no problem. So you guys make your arrangements for your mounts. You uh, get settled uh, for the night. You manage to sleep through until dawn. So are you? You're you're not going with the caravan, right? You're just going to go straight to Shadowcrag on your own, on your own speed, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That
0: means we get a long rest. Yes.
3: Okay. Uh, so. You're going to probably... Are, are you guys going to take it at a normal pace or kick it up to fast?
0: I would like to assume we're going quickly. Okay. Yeah. How fast so, can Puff Puff go? Can you keep up with the horses?
3: Y- you guys can travel at a fast pace. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so yeah, that
4: you can covers blink. you. Uh,
0: oh, that's right.
4: But we're at disadvantage <laughs> for, per- for any sort of perception on attacks, right? So-
3: you are, you are okay. at a disadvantage to your perception uh, to avoid ambushes, but you'll essentially cut half a day off your travel time if you move at a fast pace. Uh, and, you know, a little bit more because you're going directly.
4: <laughs> it's the end of the world. We can't be late.
2: <laughs> All I'm right. grumpy the whole, thing. and I complain.
1: That's I think that's minute. my quote of the episode, is <laughs> Glaz saying, we can't be late to the end of our own world. <laughs> Yeah,
3: the end of the world. Wake up, be late. Embarrassing. (laughs) All right, so you all wake in the morning, you prepare yourselves, you get your horses and other creatures saddled and ready to go,
4: and you guys can hit the road bright and early. Um, So, assuming we don't get a full full long rest again, so spell slots are burned... Uh,
3: Right. I mean, you guys, I mean, it was three thirty four in the morning at that point. So you only had a few hours till dawn. A uh, hours. so no, okay. you're not able, you're not able to complete a, a full long rest, uh, before your well, first day of do, travel.
4: We could do a short rest or, and arcane
3: recovery, right? Correct. Yes, you can. Uh, All right, so you all set out on the road heading north to Shadowcrag. You know it's going to be a a bit less than three days' journey, um, you know, and and faster since you're pushing it up to a fast pace. Uh, So the first day is... Forantic to begin with and then just sort of settles into this monotony of an alternating cycle of galloping and and fast pace and then resting you know walking your animals to, to allow them to rest so you don't ride them to death uh you find a place to camp on your first night you are able to rest uh and recover all of your uh, your resources and you set out again the next day Uh, so a storm begins to roll in a storm front, this thick gray overcast just sort of, uh, just blots out the sky on the second day of travel and nearing the end of the day, you come upon, uh, up ahead in the road, you can see, uh, faint trails of smoke drifting up into the sky that sort of get lost in the overcast. And you can see what looks like a wagon overturned on its side and still charred and smoldering from when it must have been burnt.
2: This is okay. the worst! Um, I shout over the sun in the rain. Um, <laughs> like soggy damp. damp is it a... Right uh, God damn it, Reardon! I'm sorry that um, you were not in the comforts of another woman's arms and having to actually
5: do a little. Look. I mean, car kind of can do real hard. Fucking
2: sucks. So many
5: is that the same caravan from? Or not the same uh, caravan, but the uh, noble caravan from before, by chance, that we saw leave? Uh...
3: Okay, so you're gonna approach and investigate. Uh, when you get closer, you can see that no, this is not in fact the uh, the noble caravan that you had heard that you not noble, but the the, the family caravan that you had heard of. Uh, this looks like something else entirely. The wagons have uh, a definite foreign feel to them, and you can see the bodies of dragonborn and kobolds,
6: mm-hmm. half burnt
3: and uh, and sprawled about the area.
0: Burnt or melted?
5: Burnt.
3: Okay.
5: So not uh, blighted, any, not necrotic. Any, any, <laughs> yeah. any, any uh, valuables on them at all?
3: Um, uh, sure, I'll say between equipment and some loose coin, you can find about 75 gold total worth of, uh, worth of uh, takeable stuff, uh, viable loot. Uh, it looks like there may be a bunch of trade goods in the wagons, some of which may still be good, but that's really... Uh, more than you probably want to spend time jacking around with. Uh, Uh, It looks like they were... They weren't... They weren't riding or uh, using horses to pull their wagons. You see two of them dead by the overturned burnt wagon. They are massive reptilian creatures.
5: Okay. Um, What I want to do is... uh, There's only three things I want to find. Um, A ledger... uh, uh, see what this shit was i don't care about trade goods if there's any health okay. potions or any money uh and kind of like quickly scouring uh that real quick uh before we take off again
3: uh 75 gold worth of money and valuables and um make me an uh wisdom perception check a 11. Nothing else of interest in the, uh, in the wagons or on the corpses. Um, as far as a ledger, it looks like uh, what you'd find, not really a, a, a ledger, but in one of the Dragonborn's possession, uh, this one wearing some light armor and has some like almost fine looking, almost robes of office sort of deal, now that they're all soiled in blood and half burned, uh, you find what hmm. look like diplomatic documents. Uh, apparently this is an ambassador of some sort. Or was rather.
5: Uh, all right, I'm just gonna slip those into my bag and be like, I forgot that letter. But <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm getting on puff mm-hmm. and trying again.
3: All right. So as you guys are uh, are sort of making your way around here, poking through it, seeing what's going on, um, you hear a sound just off the uh, off the road. Something kind of crushed through the underbrush a little bit, and this faint. <laughs> low rumbling this bass growl that you can kind of feel in your chest as much as you hear it
0: i draw an arrow sitting atop of my shadow bar and look in that direction making sure that my companions are looking in that direction as well
5: Something yeah comes. Mm. can i roll
3: so uh nothing seems to be coming it sounds like there is a large beast of some sort just off the road in the uh in the brush a bit but it's uh it's kind of shuffling around and you can hear it crunching twigs and occasionally grumbling but it doesn't seem to be coming towards you or even going away really it's just kind of there making noise
1: can i roll maybe a nature or a survival to see if i can tell what kind of creature this is like are there in tracks nearby Sure.
3: Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and make uh, your choice of a Wisdom, Nature, Survival check.
1: i right, I'm gonna go with Survival.
0: And That's why I was asking Skull like, whether it was melted or not, because if it was the Flame Dragon, then I was... Expecting... We're fucking
1: dead.
0: Yeah, I was worried about that. <laughs> hey, tree <Wolf laughs> burns? Surprise. Fire Dragon? Uh, burning?
1: That is a
3: 18. Uh, so it sounds like some manner of giant lizard, much like the corpses you see back there.
4: It's, I'm sure I... it's just a third one of their beasts of burden. It's nothing to worry about. Mm. <laughs> I'm
1: going uh... to... Uh, were they saddled or were they just attached to... Oh, so I the two... that the... like, what the fuck?
3: the two that you could see were um just yoked to the to the wagon uh but there you found tracks of other ones that looked like they were not uh hooked up to to vehicles
1: i I look to um i look to the uh tracks and i will dismount for a moment or actually no i don't Mm -hmm. need to it's the other side of bushes right Yep. I look, I look to Whisper, and uh, telepathically, I'll ask Whisper to, yeah, do a flyover, tell me what he sees. Okay, Whisper, so what Whisper sees.
3: Yeah. So Kane sort of looks at Whisper for a moment. Whisper looks back at him and then takes wing and just sort of flies up into the tree. And so you concentrate for a moment uh, Kane and you can actually see through Whisper's eyes. And he settles up in the branches and kind of looks down through the foliage, and you can see a large uh, lizard creature. Um, It's wearing this ornate uh, studded leather barding, uh, and has some... uh, I mean, it looks just kind of uh, very important, Uh, and it's saddled, and uh, yeah, it's wearing... looks kind of like this. It's not plate armor, but yeah
1: i know what that oh, is yeah, that's it's scary yeah, i'm like
4: creature <laughs> codex creature codex i'm <clears throat> sorry i'm
1: i'm gonna look
3: at um and it looks like look its it. reins uh its reins have gotten tangled around a low-hanging branch in the brush and it's just sort of gnawing oh. at it trying to get itself free and not uh not managing much progress i'm gonna i'm
1: gonna slip uh, off of my, uh, horse for a moment, um, mm-hmm. hand the reins to Carrie, I imagine. Yeah, I'll grab um,
0: your, if you were you just, like, yeah. handing it over. Okay, I'll grab it. And
1: I'll, uh, and I'll make my way forward and say, uh, One of the creatures survived. It's caught. Snared. Give me a moment. Uh, How'd we'll... you see that?
0: Are you going to kill it?
1: Why would I do such a thing? Not enough time to skin it. I'm gonna, like, make my way past, like, genuinely, there's no point in killing it, like, uh, uh, sort of through the underbrush and see if I can approach this thing without it fucking killing me. I mean, it's gotta be somewhat trained. It's a beast, you know, someone's Mm -hmm. been riding it.
3: Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you head up to it, and it kind of shies and starts and, like, growl hisses at you as you, uh, as you come through the brush, but, uh, you kind of, yeah, you hold your hand out, you do your, you do your ranger routine, and, uh, after a moment, it begins to calm and, uh, kind of stops clawing at the moss and tearing at its reins, and you're able to, uh, to come up to it, kind of let it, uh, get a sniff of you and kind of uh, get to know you and it calms down a bit. It's still agitated, but it doesn't look like it's uh, it's ready to attack. And if you want, you can sort of untangle its reins from the brush.
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And while I'm doing that, does it have any saddlebags or anything that would have documents? Whoever was riding this... Like that, or like, uh, it
3: looks like from... it has uh, saddlebags with travel pro- traveling provisions. Not, uh, not documents or anything like that.
1: I, I check it over and like... Sigh, but like try not to show like disappointment around the creature. I keep kind of friendly uh, demeanor, but um, yeah, I will check it over and then can I like I try and I don't know as as I'm like going through it. Do I reckon? Do I reckon I could ride this?
3: I mean, it looks trained, like it's wearing you know tack and harness and
1: I will very, and even it
3: looks like it's probably even war trained.
1: All oh, right, I yeah, so you,
3: I mean, it's numb. wearing, it's wearing studded leather barding, so, uh, all right, so you, um, you manage to very carefully mount, and it kind of shies under you a little bit, but, but not terrible. Uh, sorry, that's going to be yeah. more like chain, ch- chain shirt barding, not studded leather.
1: Okay, um, I will, I will see if I can Encourage it forward through the underbrush, keeping its reins sort of tight, and see if I can uh, get up to sort of a group coming out. And I will.
3: Uh, yep, it looks. Uh, for, it like, seems. Uh, join me. It's well trained, and uh, yeah, you're you're able to ride it through the underbrush, no problem. So uh, yeah, there's, right. a, um, there's a there's a there's a crashing in the brushes, and this reddish mottled. Dinosaur, dragon, lizard thing <laughs> comes oh, tearing its way brother. out with uh, with Cain riding. Uh, is uh, settled into the saddle, riding it up onto the road.
4: Do you have con- the control of that thing? It, 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 looks, might, it looks very dangerous. The hell is going on?
2: <laughs> the last few days have been awful. <laughs> Uh, now there's a lizard.
5: Yeah. My mount cured her, and then he hugs path path, and he's like, "Okay, let's go." Um, and Josh, you're <laughs> muted. Yeah. Okay, now.
1: Yeah. Sorry. How much did we rent these horses for?
3: Uh, they were they were lent to you by the uh, by the Collegium.
1: Yeah. If we were to lose one, how terrible would that be?
3: Uh, it's possible that they would expect you to pay for it.
1: Fuck it, like, Glads asks me, Glads looks at me, like, he's talking about the end of the world, he's like, how good a control do you have on this thing? I'm just gonna, like, turn it towards my horse, uh, which I imagine doesn't have much because I, you know, I don't really have... I've got a pack with my stuff on so I don't really need saddlebags. Can I get it to kill oh, right. my fucking horse? You sure can. can <laughs> oh, wow. this thing is a beast!
3: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, right. So it uh, it pounces forward and uh, and kills the crap out of your your riding horse. Glass, and uh, all of you watch it so of...
1: Possibly ever, Kane is like grinning ear yeah, to I have a hunting friend.
4: Um.
1: Yeah. Glass, he takes it yeah. And goes,
4: Mister Whisper, could you please control your human? You <laughs> <laughs> just sort of. <laughs>
1: I look at you, and I flash in my fangs reminding him that I'm a dampier, not a human.
3: Whisper just shakes his head.
5: They all look the same to me, don't worry.
1: Alright, so
3: after your your hungry giant lizard mount has itself a meal, (laughs) uh, the horrible screams of the dying horse echo off into the forest, uh, and you can all make your way out of here. Uh, As you are are hanging around this uh the site of this burnt caravan there's this distinct feeling of unease just sort of all around you and it feels like the the trees are just sort of pressing in close it just gives you this really ominous feeling
5: yeah i think we
0: should go let's go all right so
3: as you guys mm-hmm. uh, take back to the take back to the road, heading north again, uh, as you get away from the the scene of that uh, destroyed caravan, uh, that that feeling relaxes somewhat uh, as you put distance between yourself and the smoldering wreckage. So uh, you make fast time on the remainder of your journey, uh, and thankfully you aren't accosted by any of the terrible denizens that might lurk in the margrave. Perhaps you're close enough to the edge of the woods that uh, the worst things aren't coming out uh, this way. Although, what destroyed that caravan? Uh, You would find that there are definite evidence uh, of tracks of another sort of uh, group of wagons and horses that have moved not too long ahead of you. Uh, And as you pass on the, uh, you break camp on your second day, uh, after an hour or so in the morning, you can see the great crumbling stone edifice of Shadowcrag looming up ahead. There's, uh, it just sits up on this bluff, and uh, you can see the remains of a, a long-destroyed village down at the foot of the castle, and its walls rise, dark gray charcoal, like, uh, like a jagged piece of bone sticking up out of the landscape. Although, as you get close... There's something very strange going on with the castle. It has a dark reputation, and that's enough to put you off. But there is this miasma of gray and black smeared around it, like it's shrouded in this cloak of twilight that the morning sun can't banish.
1: This is awful. That seems oh. uh, that seems
3: decidedly not normal. Um, that's not anything you've ever heard of before uh, in all of your. Your, uh, your, your gossip or, or hearing stories about Shadowcrag. Kane, when you were here, you've been here a few times. You were here during the revolt uh, and you were here a few times afterwards. You have never seen this effect before. This is completely new to you. And uh, Cloak, your skin prickles. There is definitely something strange, uh, some kind of strange planar, planar disruption happening here.
5: Yeah, we, we gotta hurry, guys. There's, there's something wrong.
2: There better uh, be glad... the end of the world happening.
5: Uh, <laughs> and Blas
2: the uh
3: the that mournful violin sound of the the Shadow Road ley line is much stronger now.
4: Yes, it is whatever is happening, it is happening here and it is happening now. We need to put a stop to it as soon as we can. Yeah.
5: So we gotta get to that truth. What's the safest word to that truth?
4: Cain, um, do you know any ways in or out of this place, so we're not just knocking on the front door?
1: Cain looks confident at Dan. <laughs>
7: um,
3: well, uh, you really, as far as you know, without being able to, say, fly, the front gate is probably your best bet, unless you want to try and scale one of the walls.
1: Do I do I think my mount could climb?
3: That is an excellent question. Um, why don't you? Uh, I mean, this this doesn't require a check. You you have a decent. You are are you trained in either nature or survival? Are you proficient uh, in no, either survival. of those skills? Survival. All right. Yeah. So uh, I'll let you just kind of figure this out, taking a little time. Uh, yeah, you think that this thing has a climb speed?
1: Okay.
6: I, um, uh, in
3: addition sorry in addition to a climb speed looking at its uh, its kind of the pads of its feet they're almost gecko like
1: Ooh Okay
0: percent oh, or more <laughs> Ah, you had to do it Oh god So I, I uh, so to, to,
3: to be specific about it it has it not only does it have a climb speed of 30 but it has the spider climb trait
1: oh damn damn in which case i look i look at um the group how how tall is the walls
3: uh uh, i mean fairly tall i'd say about 20 feet i can check the the document real quick but yeah go go with that for now uh
1: i presume i can take like one other person with me on this
3: you can take one other person, uh, maybe two if it was cloak, and then, you know, easily drop a rope down.
1: Yeah, I, I, I look at the wall, I look at my creature, and I, look, I look like I'm trying really hard not to grin right now, but I fucking love this thing, like, it is my new best friend, and I'm trying not to show uh, favoritism around Whisper. Right. I Don't know how this will this will act in an yeah. urban environment, but my god, this is my favorite creature in the world. And I creepy I say, owl
4: or awesome lizard,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. or creepy, burnt creepy bear. owl and baby kaiju. It's fucking good. I <laughs> I look to you guys and I say, uh, I could scale the walls, and drop down rope for you. The front entrance is the only other option.
5: Dan question. Uh, how far can Puff Puff blink? Forty feet, I believe. I want to blink on top of the wall with Puff Puff. Hold on. Keep wow. in mind you
3: Puff Puff cannot take you
5: with her. Oh. I'm gonna give her a rope to uh, put in her mouth to let down and then okay. be like climbing in the wall as he says. <laughs> I don't know, to, just to be an asshole. <laughs>
6: <I'm
5: totally laughs> a all right. So, yeah. <laughs> so you guys are, are still a decent distance
3: away from Shadowcrag. What is your plan? How do you want to approach? Also, that's are you comfortable so approaching are you comfortable approaching in broad daylight? Uh,
0: it's broad daylight? Yeah, I guess it's still the start of the day, isn't
3: it? Oh, yeah. Yep, you guys made excellent time, and, you know, you have a road, you have, uh, you have forest rangers who deal with any difficult terrain you might encounter, and you guys, uh, threw caution to the wind, and, how uh, how gambled. How
0: is this wall? Do we need to scale it, or can we circumvent it? No,
3: no, no it's, it's the wall of the scale. castle mm-hmm. that we're talking about.
1: It's
3: okay. the actual outer wall of the, we're wall of the castle.
1: We had we're to... not gonna storm the gates, then. No, we, we had to, uh, we had to bring siege equipment when we fucking, <laughs> last time I was here. I had siege, well, not last time, but the. Yeah, the but first it's time been was... a long
0: time since you were here. Who's to say that, like, a like, part of the castle wall hasn't been blown out or something? Can we always take a look? First...
1: Okay. But one, hey, one way or another, Kane will say, uh. If we approach during daylight, less shadows for them to hide in. That is true. Like, I imagine if these are shadow creatures, they'll stick out more in the daylight. Yeah, my shadow are... i here any really longer. Can I? uh
5: real quick uh do kind of a a weird thing uh and i want to run it by you to see if i can pull this off can i roll an arcana with my portal lore to see how strong the portal is so uh
3: this is an odd feeling you wouldn't say there's particularly a portal but there is some kind of strange twisting or warping of the planes here you're 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 not really positive what's going on maybe if you could get closer and examine it you might be able to tell more but you guys are still you know i don't know what half a mile away something
5: like that yeah um i think my portal so if we're half a mile away that's uh, way under the thousand feet so wait no i would have to get oh, fuck math um yeah, so i'm not close enough
6: yeah, yeah we'd have so, to get inside a quarter um... mile
5: uh, let, let's get a little bit closer. I can't sense a portal, but I, I don't know if we need to get there as soon as possible. Well,
2: What the you... hell did we get hit on the horses in for? <laughs> I've come all the way, the crack of dawn, because apparently it's the end of the world, but now the end of the world can wait when it's raining. Well, you know what? That place <sighs> has got a roof on it, and I'm going inside. So you could all come with me I'm if you to... want for the end of your bloody world. I tend to agree with Rian on this. Sinus
0: Precious. Well, we must
5: well, be also, Respect, I agree. respect your own time. time please. Please.
4: Perhaps <laughs> day is night and night is day for these creatures that we're dealing with. That's what I'm trying Just like Kyle so, uh, does not like the daylight.
0: No, because it I don't like the one. daytime, daytime time,
1: right?
4: Daylight. So their sleep cycles is reversed, is what he's getting at. Alright. They are not yeah,
3: even even with the overcast out here, Kari, the sun is just stabbing at you, and you can feel it kind of bristling on your skin.
5: So let's, very let's make our way inside. Yeah, how, yeah mm-hmm. how do you guys
3: want to approach? The how do you guys want to approach in the gates?
1: I think we are starting to fuck no storming you know, the gate or climb the wall. Well,
4: no. like, you can climb the wall. I can put down, down a the room. gate. I have you left. I have left. Going to front <laughs> the, <laughs> <is> going towards <laughs>
1: the yeah. front
0: door. I am following after him with my shadow bar. We are the two players. We can do
1: whatever you want. Everyone is
5: talking at once. Okay. I'm storming the wall. If you guys want to storm the gate with all your fucking fancy siege equipment, please go ahead. See you later.
1: I... I don't okay. think my shadow arch can right. blink or climb walls, so I've really only got one option. I'm I'm going yeah. to I'm going to go up the wall with uh, cloak, uh, as we're both rangers, and we'll do our best to cover you from the wall. Mm-hmm. And also, I'll try and kill everything that's up there if there is anything up there. I have no idea what this thing eats, but I hope it's fucking assholes. That came <laughs> out weird, and I didn't mean it. To. <laughs> Can
0: <laughs> <Yeah>, we <wait>, <laughs> please? That is such a quote. <laughs> that is such a quote.
4: I'm oh, I oh, I I saying singings, assholes, but I singing hey, hey,
6: hey,
3: guys, guys, let's take it down a bit. All right, we're we're getting short on time and derails right. are costing us. All right so as you guys are approaching the gate you can see that there's an iron portcullis the iron portcullis looks like it has seen much much better days it's rusted and uh the the gatehouse looks almost abandoned um there are weeds growing up through the flagstones that are easily waist high um however there is a Thick oak gate behind the portcullis that has bright, shiny new brass hinges, and it looks thick and stout and closed. Um, uh, the gatehouse any... itself appears to be uh, abandoned. Doesn't look like there's anybody there.
4: Portcullis is down, but is rusted and
3: uh, the the portcullis is like half open, but is is okay. yeah rusted and nasty looking.
4: And the doors are solid no windows no peak holes no uh, it
3: looks like uh, it looks like there's a um, uh, like an iron kind of grate uh, grating with uh, what might be like a viewport that can open
4: but the viewport is closed the viewport is closed okay uh, Laz is with uh, Rioden and Kari um, he's looking for any uh, way that he can sort of peek inside uh, you know, these walls. If they are crumbling, you were saying, I mean, even if it's a small hole, he's just trying uh, to be able to see.
3: So, while the place is old and not well kept up and in disrepair, it's not falling apart. At It's not on a, okay. a core structural level. And you can see that depending on where you are, the walls range from 20 feet high to just over 40.
4: Is there? Are there any murder holes like uh, that? Glas could seize as far as uh, like. So uh, you know,
3: uh, they not sort of shoot
4: arrows out.
3: It looks like there would be uh, arrow slits in things like towers, guard towers, and oh, like that are on the walls. Hi. On the walls themselves, they're just thick, and you can see that there are battlements atop it, and which clearly means walkways up on top of the walls as well.
4: Yep. In my mind, I was just—I was worrying about that we were like entering a tunnel and that they could dump stuff down. Oh well, I something. mean, if you
3: guys are—are are you, are you guys going straight into the uh, the open portcullis at the gatehouse? Then yeah, there might well be murder holes in there, but you'd kind of have to get in there to look, yeah, well, or at least pretty, pretty damn close.
4: I'm following Rio Den's lead. <laughs> I'm I am also going going in. following Rio in. lead. Off I go. Where's the door?
3: So you can see a giant. Closed thick oak gate. Appears to be the only well the only door on the front of the castle that you can see. Uh, You can see that there are two towers um, on either side that make up the gatehouse, and you can see some larger towers and buildings inside the castle itself, as well as a few other towers along the walls.
0: Oak gate. Oak. Yep.
3: I mean, you'd okay. need a battering ram or something. Yeah, I mean, or it's, it looks—it looks. A really strong it looks...
0: lizard mount that we could attach to... <laughs> a.
3: It's not that
1: strong. <laughs> so...
0: Okay. Well, we've got like three horses.
1: On, on the door. Run them at the gate. <laughs> no,
0: you attach a rope, and then you get the horses to run, oh. and then the gate pops off. Is what I'm saying. Oh, oh so okay,
1: you're deep. trying to do that? So no. there's, yeah. a do- there's a
4: little window.
0: No, we couldn't do that. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> if I know that just from looking at it, that was my initial.
3: Rio, Dan, you were asking a question about what it looks like. Hang on, guys.
2: Yeah, Is there any uh, sort of lever or pulley or something which I can see?
6: No.
3: Not that you can see. Probably inside the gatehouse, and then it, there's likely a large bar on the inside of the gates that's holding them shut.
4: Hmm. There's the small window. I...
3: There's a small viewport that is closed, and then there are some arrow slits on the towers.
2: Probably... Try and climb through.
1: Go ahead, uh, King. Uh, I'd like to um, try and, like, I'd like to turn to Reardon and uh, gesture him over to me and say, uh, If you come with me, we can open it from the other side. Oh, yeah. That's dangerous. Good idea. Yeah, but that's why I'm I'm bringing a cleric with me. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Oh, wait. What am I thinking? Curry if you come. <laughs> I'd bring a cleric with me as opposed to three of them. <laughs> no, I'll bring, I bring me <laughs> I
0: will get off my I will get off my shadow bar and uh, come around to face its front and kind of hold its hand or hold its head gently and this mm-hmm. is not your fight. You can go. i kind of half it lightly and I will prepare to get on the back of your giant demon lizard creature and go up with you. <laughs>
3: So the uh, the shadhavar kind of uh, watches you go. It doesn't necessarily follow, but it doesn't look like it's leaving either. Glaz, what do you got for me?
4: Um, so, are we considered on the ground?
3: You're right now, you're on the so ground. Did, yeah. Hey, how cl- how close do idea. you guys?
4: How close do you guys want to be? Idea. Sorry. What? Go ahead. Let me pitch my idea, and then you can t- shoot sure. it down, or you can let have it. I want to use uh, Maximilian's Earth and Grasp to pop Ooh. the viewport open then I can see inside I can move it to wherever I can see earth and grasp it's got a big old uh, uh, it's a you know, it's a, a strong hand uh, and can basically bust the uh, like you said the big bar off of it because it can do uh, 2d6bludgeoning uh, damage or if that doesn't work as long as I can get the viewport open I could misty step inside then he could. Then Glaz can take it off.
3: Right. Um, all right. So the trick big is the trick is: how, how are you going to get the viewport open?
4: <clears throat> I was going to use because of either Maximilian's, uh, you know, Maximilian's thing to like to bludgeon it, but I'm not sure if it's much stronger than
3: Glass It's, it's is. got it's got an iron cage over the
4: over the viewport. From this side. right, but that's what I was thinking with the Earth part—that it could, you know, basically that it bludgeons through. I mean, it, it, it,
3: it, no, it creates a solid fist.
4: Okay, so yeah. gotcha. So I can't get through the—I can't get through the grating. Not with that, no. Okay. Well, that was my idea. Okay.
3: I was trying <laughs> to be—I uh, be so as as you guys have drawn closer. Um, that feeling of planar distortion gets stronger and stronger uh, the closer you get, Cloak. It feels like this entire area surrounding the castle is warped or twisted in some way. And Kari, as you're getting close, it feels like home. Mm. It
1: feels like home?
5: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Shadow. Um, we're a thousand feet away? Uh, no, at this point you're
3: probably closer to, I don't know, uh, you guys were uh, approaching the walls to get a better look at this point, maybe hundred, hundred and fifty feet away.
5: <clears throat> okay. So I don't sense a portal, uh, in that, that meantime, you, uh, yeah, if you guys
3: have gotten close enough, I would say what you can sense is the beginnings of a portal. It feels like one is opening. Very slowly, uh, but opening.
5: Okay. Uh, really I would point that you. out to everyone. Um, be like, There's a portal opening right
1: now.
0: It feels as though it might be opening from the shadow realm.
1: Shadow realm. I, I point to Kari, and I say, Come with me. I will... And begrudgingly, I will also point to Cloak because I can carry Cloak as well, and he's a ranger, and he'll be good up on a wall. You
5: as well. Okay. Okay. Puff
3: puff. Okay. Appears up there. All right. And, um, yeah. Uh, so puff puff appears in a shower of silver and bright gold sparkles. <laughs> And she just sort of hops up on the battlement and looks down and you can see her tail wagging like her shoulders wiggle with it. Uh, The rest of you kind of pile onto the lizard and you coax it toward the wall cane. And it sort of looks back at you once. And as you nudge it forward, it heads straight for the wall and kind of hunches down and gets its feet under it and then leaps up onto the wall. And you can feel the weight sort of pull down on it. But it freaking sticks with its gecko like toes and starts going up the wall.
1: This is thing, but... fucking mom, ah! I yeah, I make my way up, and I just like, oh god, so I really want there to be something up here for him to eat, but like if I not. I really I'll would prefer no. So, yeah, yeah, no. Just, like, guys, oh, I just like. You, you guys, you
3: guys. Yeah, you guys get up to the top of the battlements, and it looks pretty damn deserted. So now that you have approached up to and contacted the walls, Kari, it feels like you are both in and not in the Shadow Realm at the same time. It's very disorienting. Uh, Cloak, It's it, to, to you, likewise. Like, everything feels wrong right now. Like, this is, this is not right.
5: Um, does it feel like when we were in the cartways uh, in episode one?
3: Um they uh, yes yes although not right here it's very weird mm-hmm. um you could you get that feeling that seems to be emanating from farther in the castle okay so the three of you and the lizard and puff puff are now up on the uh are up on the battlements and you can see down into the main courtyard uh You'd see a few, a few out, uh, a few castle buildings inside there. Um, you can see what looks to be a smithy, a rather large one, off to your right. Uh, off to your left, stables that seem to be sort of charred and collapsed. And across mm-hmm. from the stables, also onto the onto the right, which is kind of next to the smithy, looks like a um, barracks. Oh, that seems in better repair. Uh, Castle Shadowcrag is kind of a long and roughly rectangular shape. The walls sort of run with the contours of the hill. But there's another sort of uh, dividing wall that bisects it into two courtyards. And there's a large opening with kind of, I mean, essentially a, a flagstone path, a wide flagstone path that runs between those, that dividing wall into the other courtyard. And over the top of that dividing wall, you can see these gray gnarled branches reaching up with these sickly looking gray and black oak leaves that are kind of clenched and withered peeking up from Uh, over there and you guys can see the occasional movement of people that kind of come into view but then uh move out again and there's all kinds of strangeness happening over there like the shadows themselves are alive and just sort of writhing and this uh, this strange smear twilight effect that you're seeing looks like it's emanating from the tree and engulfing the entirety of the castle and its grounds. Uh, Kari, while you're in here, you are no longer affected by sunlight sensitivity. You're essentially oh, out of direct ooh. sunlight.
1: That's
6: bad. That is good for
0: me. That's yeah, it's nice. good for you, but that's
1: bad for everyone. Well, yeah, for but for, for everything I, else, I, yeah. uh, I'd like to like lead my creature down uh, to the guardhouse. Essentially, we like. I like, like as much as i'm like oh fucking that looks bad over there one thing at a time get everyone inside the walls first
3: so how are we getting cloak up uh sorry Glass up
0: i mean, we can all throw a rope down and simultaneously try yeah, and
3: throw a rope up. Sure. Glass can yep. climb. Actually, yep, you, toss, here, you, you can... toss a rope down uh with a rope he can easily uh manage to get his way up with you guys assisting it looks like climbing these walls without that sort of uh assistance would be very difficult i mean this is a you know a military fortress so
5: uh, yeah, I was just right. working on helping getting everyone up. And then, uh, and then as soon as everyone's up there, uh, I would point over to the tree and be like, looks like there's people over there. And uh, I think, and I, I imagine the portals emanating from that direction.
7: Oh, yes. Oh, my,
5: yes. Yeah. Uh, I was like, that's where we need to go, pointing at the tree.
7: <sighs> okay.
3: Okay. Uh, how would you guys like to head over there?
4: does the wall Do you like, want to be like sneak along um, the upper wall
3: you can yeah you can go the, the looks like the wall is essentially a walkway that'll take you right around and over to it it goes right up to the back of the tree looks like
4: probably okay. stealthily yeah. yeah
3: sure if you guys want to go stealthily
4: yeah. and so I'm you guys can make a...
3: armor.
5: sure um i would i yeah i would like to go stealthily uh, okay, so
3: you guys make a make a group oh, stealth check.
4: I'm a disavant. <gasps> oh, are you Glides. fucking kidding me? Huh? Lies is quieter than cloak is. That's another that one, for you, Dan. Ooh boy, there's a lot of that ones going.
0: Would it be on? too late for me to cast pass without trace on my terrible, terrible
3: party? You can go ahead and cast pass without trace. That's fine. Burn the spell slot.
0: Okay. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, not that's not a good thing. That's
2: not so a good thing. a challenge.
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. So, so you take a deep breath and you reach out with your prayer, harness the darkness, the sort of living shadows around you, and pull them around you like a a comforting blanket. Uh, the rest of you are a little bit discomfited as uh, your form just kind of blurs into the the the, the, dar- the dim smears rising up around you, and uh, sound becomes muffled. So you add plus ten to your uh, to your stealth. Scores.
5: Okay. 14. 15. It
6: like.
2: <laughs> oh, it first got that one, sorry. <laughs> oh, my
6: oh, gosh. No, oh, no. no. <laughs> I'm so, so,
1: nine.
2: Nine.
6: 14, 14,
1: 14, 15.
4: <laughs> 30. glass with a 30. <laughs> the big double twenty-three, twenty-one. 23,
3: 21. Magic. All right. So it looks like, what is that? Can't see what that is. It's a nineteen. 19. Oh, with your plus six for
0: stealth. Yeah. Oh, okay. I also have a plus uh,
3: three. Uh, yeah. All right, then it looks like your guys' stealth result is going to be a uh, nineteen, I think. Yeah. So, uh, so that will do it. Thanks to the pass without trace. <laughs> Jesus. <Jeez. laughs> Whoo, yeah. All right, so uh, you guys are able to creep along the upper battlements of Castle Shadowcrag. I'm um, so you're going happy. going to be. So
6: right now.
3: You're going to be going along the northern wall, so you're going to pass by the uh, the Smithworks and the barracks, and you get a glimpse of figures moving about in the smithy. They look like dwarves, uh, and but their colors are strangely sort of washed out, like they have like just lank white hair, uh, and their eyes are completely black. But they seem to be kind of huddling to themselves in there and occasionally looking uneasily toward the, uh, the west, toward the other courtyard. Uh, and they seem to pay you no mind or not to even notice you at all as you creep by above them. Uh, you follow the contours of the wall past the barracks and then to the dividing wall that separates the black oak bailey from the main courtyard and as you're getting close you can hear it and when you hear it it starts to hurt your ears this voice droning intoning and that horrible horrible non-syllable of void speech that you guys are becoming all too familiar with is uh, is just sort of rippling out from in front of the black oak and then there's a shorter kind of a a less Confident, but still throwing themselves into trying to pronounce this non language, uh, a chorus of responses that sort of answer back to this main uh, voice that is uh, casting this sort of deep, resonant chant in void speech. So as you continue forward, you can see into the into the Bailey and you see that figure in white linen with the hood pulled down, kind of half obscuring its face, its arms raised up. And you can see now that there are black void speech glyphs in its arms and sort of rotting through its flesh uh you can see the mouth of this figure its lips are black and cracked and that staining looks like it's spread across the chin and cheeks and every time it pronounces another one of these syllables you can see black putrid blood sort of drip from its lips uh there are various other figures uh wearing I mean they're wearing almost normal clothes but uh they are twisted and warped they appear to be human uh males and females some of them it looks like their ha- their arms instead of ending in a hand are just this writhing nest of tentacles with suckers and rubbery skin others have jutting lower jaws with massive tusks sharpened some of them bloody uh, it's just, they're, they're freaky looking. Uh, some of them, their proportions are all off. Like, half of their body is uh, distended and stretched with giant eyes and, uh, and great maws and the greenish-yellow ichor drooling out of their mouths. They are all messed up. Uh, no, just um, no. I
5: don't
1: want
5: this. I want to <laughs> say... Um, with all that going on Cloak would see that and instantaneously the mischievous part of his gnome brain uh, he I would look around thing. for thing, a large thing to disrupt the ritual that's going on uh, or a, a big enough distraction and like looking for if there's something that like they can do to disrupt whatever the fuck is going on down there Okay, Um,
3: so just with your basic knowledge of, of ritual you know, the magic and and these sorts of practices, you think that uh, killing any of the participants would go a long way towards disrupting the ritual. Uh, So all of those figures who are are sort of chanting and calling, they seem to be stabilizing whatever this magical effect is happening. And uh, now that you're close enough looking down into the courtyard, you can see at the base of the tree, its roots are starting to like grow and twist uh and there's this growing smear of blackness kind of growing at the base of the tree and stretching out in front of it um the figure in white has several what looks like uh rectangular brass sheets of metal that are pitted and blackened and covered in just those hideous blasphemous glyphs that you're thankful that you can't get close enough from here to see and it seems to be reading off of these sheets, and they're just sort of floating in
5: the air before him. Um, I would look at the people who can do ranged attacks and be like, um,
0: I'm waiting for I, the look. go-ahead signal on this one as I silently kind of pull my bow off my shoulders and... This is the the world.
5: This is shit. It's, it's, it's yeah. Terrible. No. Well, I don't, if you guys take out any or all of them, uh, it will disrupt a ritual and they won't bring the void people here. But all that shit's fucked up down there and we need to kill them.
2: If you say I this is the end of the fine. world, then fair enough. I thought it would be a little bit more cataclysmic. You know, these guys don't look like they could end a, a bomb dance. Sorry. I... <laughs> I, I'm <in> a... sorry. <laughs> I'm if you, uh, he looks
5: at and he'd be like, "If you want to end the world, you can put more theatrics in it." But these guys are boring as fuck. I agree. So let's just kill them.
2: Like librarians. All right, fine, let's kill them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to launch out with a guiding bolt at whatever I think is the smallest one.
3: Okay, so I, I assume you guys are going to try and get into position to where you can kind of see the most of them. If there, there's sort of a courtyard in front of the in front of the tree where a lot of those flagstones sort of come together and aren't terribly overgrown, although now all of the vegetation that was there has been reduced to black dust, and you can see that this blighted area, as they speak, is spreading farther and farther, and the stones are beginning to crack under their feet. Um, you can come along that uh, that dividing wall, and that's kind of in front, next to the tree. And if you get to the end of the dividing wall, that will give you clear shots at the ritual space, uh, You know, but they could consume, uh, conceivably run behind the tree for cover or go into one of the buildings, that sort of thing. So does everybody want to creep along that, uh, that side are wall Are we
0: there? level with the courtyard or? No, it you're above like them. You guys are we, on a wall. If there is... If there's stone parapets and as undignified as this would look, I would like to, like, commando crawl all the way around until I'm, like, on the opposite side. Unless I can hear anything that I think would give me reason to pause, like a, a guard walking around or something. And then no, okay, I'll like so... kind of uh, groundhog pop up and then let loose a guiding arrow.
3: Sure. So given your guys' uh, stealth, thanks to your magic, Kari, you guys can easily get along the dividing wall to the, to the end of it where the... the... Walk away runs from the main gate into the the old the black oak bailey and you guys have a, a good line from there down into the ritual space
5: um i would l- look at puff puff and be like you, you said my glass keep him safe and then uh you see cloak kind of like disappear like towards that group uh somewhere and try to get in a position where he can like lash out Okay, uh, um, so
3: how do you wanna how do you wanna arrange to get down? Because uh, you're up on a wall. It looks like thought, there's probably yeah. It looks like there's maybe a, a, a ladder. There. No, no, you guys are <laughs> up on a wall, up on a castle wall, and so there's probably a ladder nearby that you can find to to get down. That'll drop you next to the tree.
5: Okay. Uh, yeah, I would uh, s- stealthily come down that and then kind of uh, make my way uh, that way. Okay. <clears throat> What's everybody else uh, planning to do, assault-wise?
1: I'll go with Harry to like give her cover, and then okay, if Riordan stays on the other side, and we've got sort of we spread our clerics because I'm thinking we need healing and mm-hmm. you know on both sides. Yeah, I'll
2: be on the side then. I'm pretty tanky, All but Riyadin, my AC like eighteen. So, Riordan, you're
3: blessing people. Who do you want to bless?
2: I will bless uh yeah he wants say carry kane and glass okay all
4: right so uh, yeah glass quick question um if there's a group that are close together like that they would be within you know uh, five feet of each other i don't know how spread out these are, are there any that sort of are in a clump they're reasonably
3: spread out. There's the, uh, the Ritualist in white is kind of in the middle of a circle of them. And then there's five uh, participants uh, arrayed around him in a circle. So nobody's within five feet of each other.
4: Are there any markings or runes on the ground that are, seem to be assisting this spell casting or is it uh, just uh, chanting and, uh, and those blighted void stuff in the air? Uh, mostly,
3: as far as the markings, it's just the stuff on the uh, the main the fellow in white's arms, and then okay. the uh, the markings on those bronze sheet, uh, yeah, on those brass sheets.
4: Okay, so yeah, I just want I'll try to get uh, somewhere um, where I am um, within ninety feet of uh, of this ritual. Of and you, know, okay. uh, are, are we picked? Are we going to try to focus fire? We want to just get one dead. Was that my understanding of what Cloak was saying? Ooh, get I one dead. It, about it, it.
1: It.
5: I mean, that's what that's what Cloak said. And he said uh, if we take out one of them or all of them, uh, it will disrupt the ritual. One?
0: No, no, fuck. Okay, I'm going to be firing at whatever one is closest to me if I go around. So. I hadn't, I'd like to I hadn't before that
1: either. before this actually kicks off, before like anyone shoots or anything like that. I want to have a moment where I look at Kari, and I just say, "Most kills wins." The hunt is on. <laughs> because me and Gary have had this rivalry since day one, and I kind of want to see you who comes out on top. All <laughs> right. It.
3: <laughs> okay, so uh, let <laughs> right
1: me. Right, you know that's what she's gonna say. Mm-hmm, that's it, <laughs> me a, uh, l- let
3: me get a. Let me get a. Let's get a final check on where everyone is. Kari and Kane are up on the wall. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we staying were, up like on the wall with were, like a sniping vantage point.
0: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Okay, uh, Rio Where do you want to be? The, I want to be close to uh, Kane um and Cloak, if they're close together. i just
3: sticking is, with Kane, too, most part. So Cloak okay. is moving to a place where he can get down to the ground. Uh, Glaz, where are you going to be?
4: Uh, Glaz wants to have a, cl- uh, a clear shot uh, on the guy in white. Um, okay. And if there's other um, other uh, you know other as many others that he can get but mainly he wants a shot on the eye at a guy in white so if the guy runs from where he's firing from that guy you know has the longest run to get to cover so he's he's got the most shots before he might get to cover if he runs or mm-hmm. is it just open courtyard i mean i don't want so him to be to just behind the tree um the the problem is
3: without like taking time to go all the way around to the other side of the wall, the other side of the okay. castle, it's going to be hard to, to manage that because he can basically just duck around a corner. I mean, it's not he's not right next to a corner of the tree, but he can probably spend his turn getting into cover.
4: Getting into cover. Okay, well yeah. then, uh, yeah, it's going to be all about, hopefully on the surprise, breaking concentration. So. Uh, okay. Yeah.
3: All right, so uh, you're staying up high. Uh, it sounds to me that Cloak is the only one who's going down on the ground, right?
6: Mm-hmm.
3: All right. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll initiative, and uh, we'll, we will open up with your guys' surprise round. Or, uh, not surprise round, but open the combat with surprise.
0: 17! Oh, Come
2: was on! That one? Yes. Yeah, yes. Time for good rolls, Will. Time for good rolls now, son. There uh, it is, dirty twenty. Add, do we get to add the nice. four to
4: our initiative? No. Cool. No. That's only works for yes. attacks or yeah, saving right? attack, so, right. throws. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Attacks and saves. Okay.
3: All right. Uh. <laughs> uh. That was a four. Huh. Great. all right so uh over 20 anybody we got a cloak yeah so cloak at 22 uh roll a d ju- just roll a d20 roll off with me cloak
5: all right huh
6: Come on, you all, right.
5: all right i'm scared now <laughs> yeah 22. all right
3: then we had a dirty 20 for rio Den. that's right All right, 20 to 15?
1: Uh, I got
3: a
0: 19.
3: Got a 19. Uh, I am a 17. 17 for Kari. All right, 15 to 10. And 10 to 5. 10 to 5. Glaz, where are you at? I'm on 9. All
0: right. Oh, no.
3: Glaz. All right, so first is going to be Cloak because the Void Speaker is surprised. He doesn't get to go.
5: Um, And uh, I I wanted to get Cloak in a position, like uh, he's still at the top of the wall going down. Uh, You can basically be on the ground.
3: You can be on the ground, but you've got to stay next to the wall because once you move away from it, you're going to move out of the Pass Without Trace.
5: Okay. I want to get in a position where I can get behind them. And I don't know if I'm thinking of the layout. So correctly.
3: remember that they're kind of in a circle. So they're they're mm-hmm. arranged in a, a, a circle in front of the tree. And so you're kind mm-hmm. of coming at them from the the tree side oblique. So you're coming down at them from a diagonal. Okay.
5: Um, I th- think at this time, I am just going to throw a dagger and then go into cover uh, okay. from them. Uh, and, um, I, from the side, I, I, I'll, I'll hit one of the, the, um, not the main void speaker, uh, Mm -hmm. just for the fact that like, uh, his minions are probably, uh, not as strong as him. So, uh, so there are, uh,
3: so of the, of the five minions that are circling the void speaker, four of them seem to be more like, um more like lower kind of flunky types and they're all twisted and and warped uh one of the one of the um, five seems like he's uh he's wearing the uh the colors of house silas and uh -hmm. and is wearing armor and the like and seems to be sort of in charge of the the lesser choir so to speak uh and he is the farthest to the south so he's a good bit away from you so you have a good shot at one of the uh one of the
5: Yeah, because uh, my understanding is any one of them. So, um, all right, so he would throw his dagger in uh, okay. and then. Uh, so you are currently 18. You can no. attack with advantage because you are hidden. Okay. Uh, let me roll it one more time. See what yep. I get. No, so 18 right. Well, the
3: Yeah, totally good.
5: Okay, uh, so he'll take a total of four damage. Uh, and is there any way I can roll a stealth, uh, like to To remain
6: hidden?
5: Yeah. Uh,
3: no, because hiding is an action and you reveal yourself when you attack. All right. So, uh, a dagger comes whistling out of the shadows and, uh, you can see a flourish of red down below as the pass without trace sort of melts back from cloak and he steps out into full view and... Uh, wings one of the uh, cult minions with a dagger, and the the kind of writhing nest of tentacles that is passing for his hand sort of goes up to his shoulder and presses to the to the wound there and he snarls. <sighs> uh, sh- 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 Ryodan, gonna be your
2: turn. Ah, right. Well, in this case, um, things aren't going together too badly. Am I right in thinking that I couldn't reach one of them with my tentacle attack from where I am? I believe they have
3: a 15 feet of reach and you're on a 20-foot tall wall, so no. And then they're away from okay. the wall as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're a good 40 feet away from you, essentially.
2: The closest. Well, I'm not doing any good here. So... I can start running at them. I've got AC 18 and. Fucking three tentacles, let's go. Uh, I'm okay. gonna... Uh, uh, can I jump down there, safely? I mean, you could
3: jump, but it's gonna be a 20- It's gonna be a 20-foot drop. There's a ladder nearby, and you could kind of slide down that. Um, yes, I wanna do the Dark Souls so- slide yeah yeah you can kind of just like grab onto the rails of the ladder and slide down i I'll, uh, I'll let you get down for basically half cost so that only costs you 10 feet of movement so if you want to move from there, you can kind of cross by the tree and get in lashing range of the uh, the cultist that uh, cloak just winged with a dagger.
2: Oh yeah, all right uh, let's unleash the tentacles. <laughs> Something that I wish I could say more often in real life. Uh, that is okay. 19 one hit. Uh, fifth, twenty. Sorry, twenty-five, and Three hits. Three hits, sir. Ah, 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 ah. I say in my best evil cackle. Uh, oh wow! Look at these fucking terrible Ooh. damage that I'm rolling right now. All right, Ooh, well, sorry. eight points of damage, and it must make let's check it, on saving throw. I uh, which he failed. Ha ha! Now things happen.
3: So the uh, the barbed, bloody lashes of of your scourge strike out at him, and they wrap him around each wrist and the neck, cutting in and draining his blood. Ha, ha, so on each happens, of turns, you he can either take an action or a bonus action, but not both. A bits, but yeah. Okay. Uh, is anything? is their speed messed up at all?
2: Uh, speed is halved, disadvantage on deck saving throws. Um, Ooh. And can't use reactions for one minute.
3: Yuck! All right, um, and they get to make a save at the end of their turn to shake it off. Is that save right? each turn, yeah. Okay, uh, Kane, your turn, sir. Okay. Um, I
1: guess me me. And carry would be aimed at the nearest one, so. Um, I'm hoping
0: that we're side by side. Okay, yeah, yeah, oh much.
1: yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like, I imagine like we're both like prepping our arrows. Yeah, and we're both like, we're like you know, one, like...
0: two, three, and yeah. you start raising just
1: before I do. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, so uh, are we advantage because we're in the surprise round.
3: You guys are you guys are hidden, so you have advantage. Yes.
1: Oh, I'm hmm. Absolutely, gonna her at one of these plebs. Um, uh
3: The same one that uh, cloak and Riodan were wailing on or a different one
1: whichever one is closest to us to be completely honest i mean we didn't the closest is
3: the closest is probably that one so
1: okay in which case that one um okay so
3: oh my yes that
1: is a 14 plus my bless
3: yep oh that'll hit him 18 and how you got him give me damage
1: okay oh that's that's good uh that is a total of 21 damage
3: holy shit, that is exactly how many hit points he had left. So he kind of turns around and you can see a shout forming on his lips. And as he shouts, you can see his lip splits and begins to bleed with the force of the word that's rolling out of it. And you put an arrow right in his open throat and he just kind of stiffens and his, his tentacle hand writhes up and twists around the shaft and kind of tugs at it as he collapses to the flagstones say it again
1: uh, can all right I my bonus action to speak yep fuck you i look at kari and i say What? <laughs> and i reach for another arrow,
0: motherfucker
3: all right kari it's your turn
0: i look for the next closest one looking mm-hmm. sideways at him and i'd like to spend a bonus action marking it as uh, a favored enemy i have with right. a long rest so
3: you have, you had several days, and yes.
0: You a white guy to deal with The Fucking white-robed guy. Suck it. Yeah, you you made this into a competition of kills, so did. that is what this has become. Uh, so right. I'm going to take my short bow and hopefully not miss... Oh,
7: Attack
3: with no, advantage.
0: That's right, thank you very much for reminding me. Because you're hidden.
3: You.
0: Boom. Yes, that's a 21. It's for sure. All right, so the first amount of damage, and then I get to add 2d6 on top of that, so 7, uh, 8, uh, 11 Let damage.
3: It. All right, not bad, not bad. Uh, the arrow punches into his chest as the uh, that ghostly image of the Dwarf King <laughs> appears superimposed over you, and he shouts with this hollow, echoing cry in Dwarven that... Uh, that Follows the arrow to its destination with that scintillating purple energy. Uh, Eleven damage. All right, the void cultist cries out in pain as the arrow buries itself into his gut. Uh, Glass, your turn.
4: Um, so I see one of the uh, one of the uh, cultists drop. I see the other one gets hit by an arrow by Kari. Is there any? Reaction coming from the white robes guy in the center.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, So as the first cultist dies, his voice in the chant drops away. And you can see that the uh, the void speaker immediately uh, holds up his hands and begins chanting louder and faster as if to make up for the loss of one of his assistants. And as he does so, you can see that inky black smear that's sort of appearing in the twisting roots of the oak that are growing up almost into this oval archway. Uh, you can see that uh, that blackness sort of stretch off to a point of light somewhere in an interminable distance.
4: Glass is gonna try a thing. Um, spell attacks uh, coming from... Uh, um, hidden don't uh, get advantage, do they or do they? Attack
3: rolls absolutely do, yeah.
4: Okay, so I'm going to do, pull out my uh, diamond and uh, uh, no, for this I'm not going to worry about channeling uh, channeling the, uh, the ley line because this is something different. So I uh, will
3: tell you, however, that currently you're within the vicinity the sphere of influence of a titanic ley line that is being vortexed into this swirling Oh. Gash in front of the tree. You can oh, feel it. You can hear dude. the music like the roar of a river rushing past you and dying away into discordant notes as it's pulled. Oh, Who the hell knows player where
4: Knows so much better. Knows so much better, but glads. There's no way sitting on top of a Titanic dick <laughs> Clay so, uh, would, that he wouldn't do it. a crit for each player we, as well from, uh, we, from Tremoil. Yes, we we thank just, you. We just. Yes, yes, thank you. Oh, thank you.
2: Everybody just got a, a net 20,
4: so. Ooh, so. Uh,
0: I'm gonna Guiding Bolt again.
4: So, uh, yeah, no, so, um, Blaz, uh you know what? Um, okay, I've, I've uh, question for you, Dan. Uh-huh. Is my Ley Line check affected by Bless? No, it's
3: just saving throws and attack rolls, not ability checks.
4: Another grip for glass, I
2: think.
3: Oh, there's another 20 for glass, I believe. Thank you, Ben.
4: <laughs> Thank you, Ben. Glass okay, so in that case, hey. I'm going to be using that 20 on my, on my lay attunement to go into All the right. Titanic lay effect. Let's and see you what-
3: reach, out, reach out to the Shadow Road itself <laughs> and the Mournful Terrible wailing music flows through you and it just brings this wave of melancholy that washes over oh. you. And and you just you look around and you see how far this once glorious place has fallen and it brings a tear to your eye. So roll a d10, or Titanic Titanic leyline effect. Set. Treat your spell as if it were cast with a spell slot two levels higher.
4: Oh yeah. Oh so this will be a so this will now be a level four chromatic uh crit chromatic orb
3: all right so what uh what damage type are you picking
4: because of this noise that he's making, that was my plan always. I'm doing mm-hmm. thunder damage to thunder. try to all drown right. out the spell oh. and all of this chanting oh. to basically try to interrupt it.
7: quest, right. And
3: you're uh, so, so you're hitting, bless,
4: bless. hitting the Wait, void speak with
0: it. one for me to kill.
4: Hitting the void speak, we're with it. My understanding okay, so, is that's so. going to be 68,
3: and then doubled for a crit, right?
4: Uh, no, it, uh, and doubled for a crit. So Hmm. that will be 12d8. 12d8 thunder
1: damage.
4: Let's just
0: do...
4: (laughs) 12d8. That would be 55 points of thunder (laughs) damage (laughs) as Glaz reaches down into... (laughs) Reaches down into this titanic ley line and... Just calls up, and I think because it's always like a symphony, it's sort of like this billy, bin, billowing building sound of like timpani drums that just becomes this huge crashing roar of thunder like an avalanche. Uh, so, what it down. is,
3: is that as you're drawing on the Shadow Road, what happens is that everyone else can hear what you always hear in your soul when you're near a ley line. They can hear this, this, this just sorrowful violin music that begins to just grow faster and faster and louder and louder into this discordant pulsing distortion of sound with that diamond at the center of it. And it's blowing his, uh, his hair and his uh, moose hide uh, Toga back from him and then just blasts down into the courtyard with a thunderous, thunderous explosion. Uh, The void speaker is thrown 10 feet back from where he stands and like throws his hands up and just slides back on the, on the stones. And you can see many of the weakened flagstones that have been corrupted by the Void Speech just shatter into powder. Uh, and you see uh, the force of the blast stripping flesh from his arms. And you can see his hand breaks in at least six places from the wrists to the fingertips.
4: Whoo! Thanks, Ben! That's a,
7: that's,
6: that's a lot long.
4: of damage. <laughs> uh, so that's
3: gonna be uh, the, the leader of the minions sort of uh, throws his hands over his ears as you can see his eardrums burst from the, uh, the sonic wave that washes over him uh, and he's stunned and takes no action and the remainder of the cultists likewise are disrupted and desperately trying to get their wits about them and see where the attacks are coming from so that brings us to the top of the order the void speaker will get to take an actual turn That's delightful. So he...
4: Okay, it was fun, guys. Now (laughs) (laughs) it's... I I can't imagine that uh, guys isn't the problem he sees. So he,
3: uh, he looks up and uh, the, the hood kind of falls back from his face a little bit. And you can see that rot sort of reaching up his face toward his eyes. And he smiles this just broad grin and screams a single word that seems to drown out all other sound, even the retreating oh, echo no. of your spell. So I need everybody to make a... Constitution Saving Throw, please. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no. Strength saving throw. Oh,
4: Ooh, strength nice. saving throw. Yes. Yep.
0: Actually that was <laughs> fucking nine. Would like to use a point of lucky to re-roll that terrible strength throw your you blessings made. as
2: well, folks. Oh yeah, uh, everybody Yeah, I'm like I have sixteen <laughs> with
0: that
3: though. Uh why is glass rolling with advantage?
4: Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I still had it toggled from um, ah, got it from before before I used it. So, but it dropped to six. Right, yeah. So it'd be six plus two. Well, is-
3: you just roll it. Or roll it re-roll? straight up. No. Yeah, I just okay. roll one die. Oh, um, oh no. <laughs> Ooh, no good. Yeah. All right. So, so uh, who beat a fifteen? Me. Me.
2: <laughs> Thanks, okay. Man. Everyone who. Uh... Nope. I'm dead again. <laughs>
3: True? Uh, all right, so everyone who beat a 15 takes two points of thunder damage and you manage to brace yourself as the force of this word just kind of blows past you. Yes? Uh, cloak? Um, well, how much damage was that? Uh, if you did not beat a 15, you take five thunder damage and are thrown 15 feet away from the void speaker.:
5: OK. I'm um... back in the <laughs> middle: yeah, I so cloak? now...
3: Cloak and uh, and Rio are blown back into the wall. Um, Glaz, you're up on the wall, right? And you failed. Yeah. All right. So I need you to make uh, me a dexterity saving throw.
5: I I want to use uh, my absorb elements real quick. I just want to shout that out there real quick.
3: Yeah, you can use your reaction to absorb the thunder damage. Oh, that oh. that one. Glaz, uh, Glaz is just I'm picked up blood by, blood by blood the force. Blood. The force of this uh, scream. Rips out directed at Glaz. It blasts him off his feet, lifts him up. He tumbles end over end off the wall into the uh, eastern courtyard. And so you're going to take 2d6 falling damage as you yep. crash to the flagstones. Uh, you take nine points of bludgeoning damage from the fall, Glaz.
4: There's the high ground, no. <laughs> Laz still has this gig, big giant smile on his face as he still kind of is hearing the sound of the thundering <laughs> thing. He's just kind of like, it lands on the ground, but he's still just his big tusky trollkin smile, and he's just like, it was totally worth it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So after pronouncing that word, the Void Speaker looks over toward the uh, the swirling vortex that's now starting to waver around the edges, places one hand on each of those. Uh, brass tablets, and screams a phrase in Void Speech into the, uh, into the vortex of that black tunnel, and you can see the light at the end grow brighter, and like it's rushing forward towards you all.
5: Uh, Cloak. Uh, at that note, uh, those guys, he took a huge hit, and so Cloak's going to take this opportunity to, like, he, he got blown back uh, and he's going to do like a little kick up uh, and then fucking inter- like as soon as his feet hit the ground, start running at him and he's going to jump up and do the fucking uh, stab right into the like, uh, like neck and vocal cord area to try to fucking stop him from talking and use his crit. Okay,
3: So, so here's, here's a, a bit of an issue. Uh, okay. He is outside of your movement, uh, so you're going to have to either dash to get to him or you'll have to just move up, take some other action, and close on him next round.
5: Okay. Uh, how far away is he? Uh,
3: he's about 40 feet away from you.
5: Oh, shit. Yeah, all right. Um, so let me um, – can I get to one of the minions? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to move up to the closest minion, and then and then I'm going to save my action uh, for that. Uh, so I'm just going to straight up just do a normal attack, not critting. Okay. Um, Get him. And with my short sword, hurrah, uh, 19. Oh, 19
3: total hits.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let me – here's a D8. Uh, this a is Raider one with – uh, well. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Uh, so a total of eight damage.
3: All right. So he is now well and goodly bloodied and his blood, when it leaks out over your sword, you can hear a hissing and you can see little wisps of smoke, uh, drifting off of your sword blade where his blood touches it. No. (laughs) All right. Uh,
2: More tentacles! And I'm going to run back at them as I'm thrown <laughs> against the wall.
3: <laughs> all right, so uh, Riodan pulls himself away from the wall, rallies and runs in, and you're going to strike it the next cultist, uh, sort of in line yeah. for the death, the death yeah, train. I,
2: can I actually <laughs> so hit, like... Can I hit three of yeah. them individually? I guess I could, couldn't I? There's yeah, probably yeah, no point doing that.
3: You can get into range of two different uh, targets, one of the minions and then the kind of the, the flunky wrangler, if you want to get
2: into this... range of both of them. I just I just hit the guy that I hit before, I guess, or you know, just just a main he... one. I think.
3: Yeah. Okay. So the closest one to you is the one that is bleeding acid all over a uh, cloak sword.
2: Yeah, he can he can take some tentacles. I think. Uh, all
3: right. Oh, that's one hit. That's two hits. That's I'm three hits. Sure. Oh dear.
2: <laughs> <It's a> fifteen. <laughs> I mean.
3: Uh, we'll go ahead and give me some damage, and we'll see if it even matters. Yeah. I Uh. Come on, Dice. A uh, total of seven points of damage. All right. Well, it does matter, uh, but he fails his save. So once again, his blood is being drained by your, uh, by your Lash, and you can see him sort of uh, slumping down to one knee and getting sluggish as his life pours out.
7: Kane uh,
3: <laughs> What you got for me, Kaner?
1: Sorry, we were muted. I yep, would yep. like to... Look at the void speaker.
6: Mhm.
1: I glance at Carrie. I realise that it's not a competition of size; it's a competition of kills. But <laughs> I want that motherfucker. <laughs> and like, for a moment, like I glance to Whisper, and whatever the fuck he did to Whisper, and I remember the, the you know, the uh, the cartways and all the fucking suffering that we went through and all the people that were mm-hmm. dead down there. And it's just an mm-hmm. anger that burns in Kane's heart, and I am going to hunters mark him. All right. And then I would like to spend a nat twenty, and I would yeah. like to <laughs> shop you to that motherfucker. Get him. Get him. Get him. That, Get all him, right. Folks.
3: So, uh, so you uh, you spin up from kind of where you took cover and grabbed onto one of the battlements to avoid being blown off the wall by that uh, by that forceful pronouncement, that repelling word of void speech, and you uh, you as you pop up the world just sort of tunnels and everything else goes into blur and this this white clad figure now bloodied and uh and broken comes into sharp focus and you see the arrow just just sail through the air go ahead and roll your critical damage uh that is 7 Ooh. plus
1: 6 13 so that is uh 13 uh-huh. plus
3: 14 damage. 13 plus 14, that's a 27. Damn. All right. Uh, So the arrow catches him in the chest. And uh, you can, uh, you just hear the the snapping as it punches into his body. And he looks down. And despite just the god-awful punishment being poured into this bastard, it's like the pain doesn't really register in his eyes. Like you can tell it's impairing him. He's having difficulty moving. He's bleeding profusely. And you can see some like uh, bloody froth sort of erupts from his mouth. It looks like you pierced one of his lungs, but he doesn't really seem to, to feel it or recognize it as pain. And as he, uh, he kind of looks down at his chest, looks up at you and snarls a word that makes your eyes bleed. As he uses his reaction to rebuke from beyond. And that pronouncent in Void Speech does 12 necrotic damage to you.
1: To me? Son of To a you, bitch. yeah.
0: That's a huge yeah. <laughs> <no>
1: damage. Man. <laughs> oh man. Now I'm down to Do I want to heal you or do I want to oh, kill- like, i want to fucking kill him. Kill him. Like, i kill him. to kill him. i like, 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 to like, kill <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm to i I'm,
0: I'm Hopefully another one, and I'm going to cast my Guiding Bolt at level 2 using my critical hit. Oh,
4: oh right. yeah!
0: oh damn going to oh, beat at 8d6 oh, damage. <laughs> Fuck that A total much. of 28 damage.
1: Oh, you beat me by one! Oh, Alright, one i pissed about it. I still
6: don't get the killing right? on does oh, radiant
5: damage? Crew, I, I'm Just curious. Uh, like I don't. What? I've never fought a void creature before, so I didn't know mm-hmm. if that's a thing.
3: Uh, radiant damage doesn't have any particular effects on uh, on this okay. fellow. Uh, all right. So resistance. the uh, the the spell oh, rips through his body, and uh, it incinerates Kane's arrow, and it lays through the white linen of his robe and burns his chest down to the scorched ribs and you can see pulsating organs beneath now the burned away muscle and he's still standing and he just sort of coughs up this charred ichor uh glaz
4: <sighs> oh, so, yeah so um, am I like Am I like even in the same courtyard as the tree? And you people? are
3: not, so you're in the other courtyard. Um,
1: so it's where like you door. are,
3: <laughs> uh, there's, there's a big the, there's a big opening that the kind of the main path from the main gate goes through. So it's just like right around a corner, but you have to drag yourself up and you uh, catch yeah. your breath and haul yourself to your feet. And I'd say the, uh, the 15 feet of movement left is just enough to get you to the corner of the wall. So you can see, um, you can see the minion wrangler fellow. Uh, actually, who, you guys know his name. His name is Dervin. That's, uh, that's the fellow that um, uh, Thrick identified for you. Right, right, right. Uh, Dervin, and you can see one of the. You can see a grievously wounded cultist having his blood drained by Riordan's tendrils and uh, Dervin. And
4: <laughs> so, uh, what's my range? What's my range to the, uh, the, the leader? Uh,
3: you actually can't see him from where you are at the moment. Oh, uh, the, okay. the, wall, the wall's in the way.
4: Gotcha. Uh, well, if the wall's in the way, so I can't see the leader, um, then um, uh, is the Wrangler uh, within five feet of the other guy?
1: Um,
4: if he's not, yes. that's fine. I'll do something. Yeah, oh, they are? sure. Yeah, yes. yeah. Uh, then I'm going to use... Uh, he's going to... Uh, going to pull down into the uh oh he's gonna well, he's gonna channel a line again uh so let's see what that happens uh do, yeah because i can't i have to re- roll every time right
3: uh oh yeah 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 yep. every so, time you want to uh, channel it you have to roll yeah, DC- so are you 12. trying to channel the, the channel road again or is titanic, that your actual yeah, yeah. one
4: uh the the titanic one okay it's still so it, right
3: I mean you're in the, the area of influence of that ley line it's running right next to you
4: <laughs> right so but do I have to roll a check right
3: oh yeah 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 you have to make a check to, uh, yeah. to channel it so I failed the check um, Okay. did you trigger a backlash or
4: uh, cause is it, it's, just the, it's just a d20 or is it d20 plus my spellcasting modifier it's, it, it's, a,
3: it's, a, it's just a d20 so I think you, uh, I think you backlashed. I backlashed.
4: Yep. All right, give me a D10. Still worth it. <laughs> uh, so uh, I gotta get to the table. I'm a D10. It is a nine. A
3: nine. Your spell fails, and you unleash a random burst of magic as if you'd used a wand of wonder. So go ahead and roll me a D percent. Okay. Oh, That's a twenty-four. 24. Yes, okay. You Let's cast Detect happens. Thoughts. You cast Detect Thoughts on the target you choose. So uh, you chose. W- so, one of the creatures that you were targeting with your spell, uh, you can Detect Thoughts
4: them. So, I was I was Ice Knifing uh, to try to get uh, Cultist in Durban, uh, but I. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so whoever, uh, he would have been aiming at whoever looked worse to get the actual knife and the ge- explosion just getting the other one.
3: Uh, that would have been the cultist. He looks much worse. The, uh, Dervin doesn't look injured yet.
4: Okay. So um, I guess I detect thoughts. To the cultist.
3: Okay. So I guess he gets to make an intelligence saving throw to try and uh, okay. shake off your, your what have you. Uh, he rolls an 11, so I don't believe that uh, beats your save DC. Nope, 13. Your your newly boosted save DC. All right, yep. uh, so what would you like to dig out of his head? So his surface thoughts, he's just sort of screaming into his own head in void speech, and you can feel it fraying his mind every time he thinks those words.
4: Um, what do I... Um... Uh, Glass is, first thing is like, uh, how, you know, how do I stop this? Or what is this doing?
3: All right. Uh, so as far as, uh, what does he know about what this is doing? The answer that you get is, my master Ostrom is searching for the heart so he can destroy a world tree.
4: Okay. <laughs> Last, uh, and uh, then
3: you kind of, you kind of uh, scream and, and just desperately try and break the contact as that is immediately overwhelmed by him. Just feverishly mantraing insane void speech, just spooling through his head. And you want to break that contact before it feeds back into you. Oh yeah. No, he would. Absolutely. Yeah. So you just you you manage to to shake that off before uh, before anything terrible happens. Uh, it's a good thing you didn't do that to someone who is in the midst of like actively using avoid speech ability. <laughs> so
4: steal the heart is what you said.
3: He is yeah to to take the heart I guess is what he said not necessarily steal take. Gotcha. All right. So that was glaz Devron. Devrin is going to head up towards Riodan, and he's going really to cast ready? Spiritual Weapon, and it takes yeah. the form of a... just kind of like a slash of blackness in the air, and it kind of twists light as it moves and warps with this kind of lensing effect and strikes at you. Uh, that's no good. You sort of raise one of your vambraces and it skates off and like leaves a smoking trail on your armor. Uh, He will move up and attempt to jack you with his scimitar. And that likewise, uh, you sort of uh, bring the lash of blood around and it sort of wraps the the bit of it that's still connected to the cultist, wraps around the blade and pushes it away and deflects it aside from you. Uh, The cultists, we have a few of them left uh we're gonna have two of them run up on Rio Dan. uh we've got one on cloak uh i'm sorry one is being choked and it's on cloak so he's gonna he's gonna try and get cloak uh we're gonna have one come to rio Oh, we're gonna do two and two cloak and rio Dan. that's who's that's who's there uh so one of them is going to try to let's see use it's club and it's flesh twist so uh Rioden, you are being attacked with a club missed clang and again just bell notes as it hangs off of your armor harmlessly mm. um uh, the first one was a club and the other one was its tentacle hand that it reaches towards you and it doesn't manage to to get purchase as you dodge back as these rubbery suckers grab at your face uh cloak uh let's see oh you are critically There's hit with a club However, it count? catches you, it catches you in the ribs and your adamantine male cushions the blow and you take a normal hit instead. Uh, so you take two, two points of bludgeoning damage. I'm sorry, three, three points uh, uh. Uh, and that one is going to try and gore you, gore you with his tusks, uh, which that's going to be a 15. I don't think that's good enough. No. Right, so you sort of, you lash your red cloak like a duelist's duelist's cape and uh, slash him, like snap him in the eyes. Uh, The other one is going to try and club you, which he will crit, but not crit again. (laughs) So you'll take four points of bludgeoning damage from that. And then he is going to retch up this uh, mouthful of his own blood and spit it in your face. And that will critically hit you, however, again, thanks to your armor, it absorbs the brunt of the attack. Wow.
5: Jeez. No. Oh. <laughs> <What the hell?
3: laughs> nice. I love, I love, I love the I'm I fuck fuck
5: uh, Whenever you attack me, you fucking I, always roll magnificent. I do. For some I odd do. reason.
3: Fantasy but my, uh, I don't think I don't think Fantasy Grounds picked it up. But my damage die rolled a one, so you're going to take three points of poison damage, and you have to make a DC eleven Constitution saving throw versus poison. All
6: right. Oh, 19, you pass. Yeah, down. you just kind of you, you kind of wipe nice. it out of your
3: eyes, and you can feel this spreading numbness, but you just sort of ignore it. Uh, and that's going to bring us up to the Void Speaker. The Void Speaker touches his, uh, his chest where the little nub of an arrow is still sticking out of it. And he, he looks up at Cain uh, at and he smiles again, whispers something down to these plates and the, the rushing point of light zooms up. So now that smear of blackness is now a wavering hole in space that leads somewhere else. And you all look and you can see a great lush forest dense, primordial. At first you think the Margreave, but the trees aren't right. It's not the Margreave. In the distance, you can see a great, powerful river winding its way uh, into the the morning. And far off, almost to the horizon, you can see these pearly spires peeking up from somewhere in or amongst the river. The view snaps to a massive creature walking through the forest. And you all recognize it immediately from Carrie's description of her horrific nightmares. There is a dread walker not in the Wasted West, not caught in the strange dilated time lock that traps all of the other walkers. This one with its bristling head of tentacles and vaguely humanoid shape is in this forest, just walking as it will and it stops and looks and you can feel its attention and its presence blow through this portal and it reaches forward and then as it does this look of triumph settles over the void speaker's face and he says one word that thankfully your ears can't even comprehend the scene twists and the creature gets pulled along this conduit and cast into a horrific wasteland of dust and horrors from beyond time and space and then it closes (sighs) Gone. He looks up at Cain, points at him, whispers one word, and you can see this black ichor that's running through his body in place of blood now rolls up out of his mouth and along his hand, and he whispers it up into a, a roiling bubble in his palm, and it lances out as a spear of pure darkness. Jane, I need you to make oh. a constitution saving throw. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh sorry, de- dexterity saving one, throw. Dexterity
6: Kane. saving throw.
0: Dex, 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 dex.
1: C- con save, Not dex, dex save. He con said
0: save. dex,
1: he said dex. Uh, de-
3: sorry, dexterity, dexterity saving throw.
1: Oh okay. Oh thank god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pretty good mark mark.
6: Holy
0: shit, your mod is sick.
1: It's because I'm a ranger with a decent one. He's,
0: he's
4: professional.
1: Uh-oh. Uh, that's a 14 uh, plus my bless uh, which is no, a 216.
3: That's gonna 17
1: fail. 17DC? Oh
3: no. <laughs> oh dear, uh, one moment, find the,
4: uh, <sighs> mm. he's already down, points, oh no.
1: Take oh seven. shit! Tell me that's healing. That's healing, right? That's radiant healing. You take
3: Thirty-seven necrotic damage as this sliver of nothing lances into your breast.
1: I'm not permadead, but I'm not a million miles off it, permadead.
3: It uh it, it takes you to zero though. So you transfix and stiffen and Whisper, who's been kind of flying up and keeping the hell out of this fray, opens his human mouth and screams, No! And uh, like spasms in the air. And Kari, and uh, I think Kari's the only one up there, you see Kane's eyes just go glassy. He falls to his knees and topples to the ground. He is stone dead. and in that moment you can see the last glimmer of life force leaves what is now a shriveled husk with dusty gooey flesh wrapped around its bones that is draped in this filthy white robe that was the void speaker and it just topples forward and you can see that those floating bronze uh, brass tablets are just draining the life out of him as he does this rigmarole. And they clatter to the one ground. Of
6: those
3: okay. They just clatter to the ground. Are we still in combat, then? Uh, there All are right. a few minions left, but at this point, it's really just a foregone conclusion before you guys mop them up. So uh, we can go a little bit narrative I here if you guys kill don't one mind. Of them. Since we're... I we to kill right. oh. one of them. Sure, go <laughs> ahead. Uh, uh, cloak. Um, uh will right, well, go, uh, Carrie, uh, go ahead and make then... an attack. You can go ahead and make an yeah, attack. There's I'm... a couple of... I'm going to make an mm,
0: attack one... with my... Oh, <laughs> that one! No! No! Yeah! Oh! Okay. Well, I take off my bow, and I go to fire, and I imagine, like, I'm aiming heroically down at one of the minions, and it just kind of does a blink, and it, like, falls right in front of me.
6: <laughs> oh, no.
3: <laughs> All right. So... I'm just going to take it narrative here for a minute, as the, uh, yeah, sure. The the void magic that has been reverberating through this place is poisoning the very air. It makes every sound you hear stab into your eardrums like a spike. It, you can just taste metal and rot on your tongues every time you take a breath. Uh, but these things are these twisted creatures that were once men and women are beyond reason beyond sanity and they fight to the very last breath the very last drop of their blood and uh over the course of the next few seconds uh, long desperate seconds the concerted efforts of the four of you remaining uh, you're able to destroy the last of these void cultists that have gathered here in the courtyard of Castle Shadowcrag. Where the hell everyone else is who supposedly lives here you're not sure but it probably has something to do with this bizarre shadow twist that's taken the place. And finally the sounds of battle grow quiet and you have uh, you you take stock of uh, where you all stand and those of you who weren't on the battlements uh gather to find kane's lifeless body with whisper sort of standing on the stones of the wall next to it just staring at it uh in lack of comprehension maybe disbelief
5: wait 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 is whisper still alive
3: whisper is still alive yes but he, okay. it, he, was reacting, he was reacting to feeling Kane's death and, and uh, not, you know, the, the familiar link being broken. Uh,
0: first, I'm going to cast Spare the Dying.
3: It fails. He's dead. Truly dead? Truly dead.
0: Even if I try to pump a heal into him, nothing.
3: Nothing. He, that uh, that that begins to sink in, and and the truth of that settles home like an icy knot in the pit of your stomach.
0: I say last rites over him, for the
2: hunter. Uh, so I look down I, to
0: my companions. Uh, uh, Red
2: is completely speechless. I don't know. I don't think
5: Cloak would have noticed yet. He would just thought that was just another attack that uh, Kane just got knocked down by. And he's mm-hmm. like over at Durvin's head and he's like cutting it off and like getting a brown sack and like tying it off uh, yep. to bring back and like the house sigil that he's a part of. And he's like, when's Kane getting up?
4: Yeah, Glass is down below as well. I think he probably uh, did wipe out the cultists. probably used like witch bolts, so just lightning bolts, sort of floating around and sort of, you know, his kind of looking around. Um, he's probably examining these brass plates just because, again, they were using, uh, you know, being used in a ritual, looking for sigils or runes. Um, you know, he's being the student. Um, he doesn't sure, realize uh, it, that there's tragedy very, above.
3: It very quickly becomes apparent that this isn't something that you want to be studying here. Uh, if you remember all of the horrible things that happened with the void speech that were written on the parchment, the same sort of, danger surrounds these so you might grab them up and kind of wrap them in a blanket right, so wrap or a bedroll and... or something and uh, and then you've yeah come up to regroup with your friends who are all up on the uh up on the battlements and you see the the still glassy-eyed stare wait what
4: well, um, what's
5: That's right. can you hear him out
4: uh mr whisper you need to uh, wake him up please mm.
0: He is not
3: going to awake again, he is. Whisper uh, looks at you and then looks at Kane and jumps up on his, like hops up on his chest in a sort of a, a terrible parody of when he woke him just the other night. And he sort of leans forward and gets really, like nose to, beak to nose with his face. And it looks like he might be whispering to him, but you can't really hear anything And after a few moments, he spreads his wings, clacks his beak, and flies up into the sky. And after a little bit, the owl just sort of blends in with the charcoal and black smear overcast, the perpetual twilight gloom that's surrounding the castle and is gone.
4: But... But... But you... Cloak dies all the time, and he doesn't die. Sometimes you don't come back. There is a
0: certain point in death, glass, where the body and the soul has done too
3: much.
1: So uh, Kari,
3: Kari takes a moment and uh, speaks a prayer for a fallen hunter, over her, uh, over her friend, and. The, the view will kind of pan away from all of you standing in silence and, and disbelief uh, around the body of your fallen friend.
5: Uh, I, would, I would start covering his eye, like closing his eyes. Reach uh, out and close his eyes. Yeah. All right, and then we're going to flash to a
3: different time, a different place, far from here. Cain, there was an instant of searing agony like nothing you'd ever felt before, like nothing you've ever known. And then nothing, nothing beyond darkness, nothing beyond your concept of cold. Somewhere, perhaps an eternity later, that nothing gives way to sense and sensation. The blackness is gone, replaced by a bright, warm sort of blur, and a a, a strange feeling of weight on your chest. You look, and you see Whisper sitting on you, his head cocked to the side. And you reach up towards him, and you hear this strange click and a few whirs. And you look down, and you see your hand and your arm. Your forearm is made of black iron these two struts where you might expect a humanoid's bones to be, covered in what looks almost like armor plating made of black ebony wood, polished.
0: And you look at your palm,
3: and you can see these strange silver springs clicking behind those wood plates, and your fingers clatter as you bend them. And you look up, and you see a face of a woman staring down at you, and you recognize her. One of the only open praetors of the government of Zobek. She runs the Blue House. You remember way back when you were given an order to slay a poor unsuspecting dwarf before he reached the cantons because of something he'd seen, something he'd done. Seems a lifetime ago, but the order definitely originated from her. She smiles at you and she says, time to get up, Cain. We have work to do. And that is where we're leaving season one. Yeah.
4: Thank you very, very much, guys.
3: Oh. Uh, we went we went a fair bit over. I hope you don't mind. Thank you, uh, all you lovely viewers and guests for staying with us. Uh, That's uh wow. Woo. Yikes. That was a lot of damage, guys. <laughs> that was awesome.
2: That. I never got to use my crit. sorry. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, that is- we can fucking rebuild him. We clearly have the technology. (laughs) Um, wow. That was an episode, that was a finale. That was season one of the World Tree Burns, my friends. And, uh, whew. I had it all. The ups and downs and moments of levity and moments of darkness. Um, wow. And uh, a and big thank you goes to, uh, to Cobalt Press for for helping us put this together, for letting us be on our channel and for uh, letting us be the, uh, the official Midgard D&D stream. I think we did the world of Midgard uh, justice. I'd like to think so, at least, over the past 16 uh, episodes. Um, wow, it really has flown by. It really seems like we were just starting this thing the other day. Um, yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so for, for Lizzie wondering if there will be a, a second season. We're going to be taking a break uh, for uh, a week or two. Uh, we'll let you know exactly uh, how long that will be. And then we will be back for a second season here on Encounter Roleplay. of uh, the World Tree Burns. Um, so I'm very excited. We've got some, some new cast coming in, uh, some new characters to meet and the like. But all oh, that will be announced over the next few weeks. Uh, now is the time to uh, to look back on our favorite moments from the show. But let's go around to custom crew. Did we enjoy ourselves this whole season? And where can we find you guys online? Dan, fantastic job uh, across you. the whole season. Uh, how was it, my friend?
3: Oh, man, this was amazing. I I mean, I've run Midgard sort of one-shots and uh, play tests, and I've done some convention scenarios. This is the first ongoing Midgard campaign I've run, and I've got to tell you, I absolutely love it. And that's due to you guys. So thank you, Will, for having me on Encounter Roleplay, and thank you to, to all of you for playing. Uh, you guys made wonderful characters and brought them to life, and you made my job easy, frankly. So, uh, a ton of this credit goes to you guys. Uh, I've absolutely loved this game, and I'm looking forward to to season two.
2: Absolutely, a round of applause for our Dungeon Master Dan Dillon. I think you put in a lot, a lot of work to, uh, to make Thank this game you. possible for us and uh, make Midgard feel uh, completely different from in, uh, from any other D&D uh, campaign that I've played in. So, man. This is awesome. Um yeah, I also enjoyed my favorite my, my highlight was definitely the horse logistics. Um season two, <laughs> if it doesn't have horse logistics. I'm out, but uh, <laughs> and, well, I love logistics. uh fantastic. Really good. Oh yeah. <laughs> fantastic stuff. And toll
4: school, how is this, my friend? Oh, dude. I mean, you know, two things. One, Glaz got to use a Titanic Leyline, and I got to do a big giant cinematic moment. So, I mean, giant thumbs up. Uh, Geomancer is such a fun, fun class. And there's some really great, really unique spells that come at higher levels that I hope we get to show off in season two. But uh, I love World Tree Burns. I love Midgard. Uh, I mean, seeing stuff out of the Tome of Beasts and out of the Creature Codex is always exciting. And I'm just saying, you know, now that old Kane is gone, I've got that great little uh, animal thing about uh, my rune helps me to uh, control uh, mounted mounts. I'm thinking I might have. I'm thinking troll. I'm thinking a trollkin on a big old lizard mount sounded pretty good.
3: No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's Kane's lizard mount. Hey,
4: <laughs> Kane, Kane's dead for all Glas knows. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing. I'm being, you know, honoring his memory by taking over the <laughs> Lizard Mountain. Anyway, I had a great time. Thank you, everybody. You can find me all over social media as TallSquall. Thanks.
2: Amazing. Thanks so much, TallSquall. And Tia, how was this?
0: It's been emotional. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I first got the copy of Midgard before I knew Dan, uh, before I knew McCloak, and, and obviously we role-played together, uh, the lore sucked me in right away as being a huge fan of Dark Elves before this. I didn't think I would find anything that was as intriguing as the shadow fae are. And to go forward with story and everything, I wanted to finally have a happy campaign with Tall Squall because... <laughs> We've been on a lot of dark journeys together, and to see something that brings people this much joy as well. And I actually have to say this, of all the campaigns that I've played in over the past couple of years, I've not had as many compliments or feedback as I have on the Midgard campaign when it comes to social media. People are just like, I love it, and they're telling me, hey, I've watched this Like every, every day. There's someone going, oh, I loved this episode, or I loved what you guys did here. So it makes me really want to see what's going to happen in the higher levels. And
1: Gearforged.
2: <laughs> I won though because you died. Technically, I got the most kills because you're dead. You didn't kill me. <laughs> Somebody did. <laughs> now he's a Gearforged.
4: I mean, when does, you know, the count goes on. <laughs> 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 Amazing stuff. All right. Uh,
2: so who's next? Yeah, I guess uh, let's go over to McLoken. Oh, hi. I'm McLoken.
5: You might recognize me uh, from such films as titanic ley lines in you or so now you're gear forged um so uh i i had a blast with this campaign uh i liked uh when we created cloak uh with the kneeheim domes uh making the backstory yeah. and making something a little bit more unique i always had it, like adding a little bit uh uniqueness to my characters and uh, it worked out, and I like how I slowly became the tank. Um, <laughs> the yep. um, and uh, and I, it's it's been a great campaign, like uh, playing with everyone and having the uh, just the story develop along the way, and like finding it out um, uh, with everything in the ley line. I'm I'm curious what the fuck's gonna happen season two, because I'm like. What the fuck did that dude do? Like, I, I don't even know anymore. Um, I don't know if he did some stupid time shit, or I... I Glass, yeah. Glass is the smartest of all. Um, and then I'm kind of curious on, like, what, what Kane's gonna do now as Gearforged, and what he can do as a Gearforged, and all that crazy shit. And, and did we correct the Shadow ley line? Is everything back to normal? Or do we have to correct some stuff? Or... You know, and I, I'm i super curious, and I'm excited, and I, I've had a blast playing in uh, Season 1 here, so uh, yeah, I love you guys. Thank you so much for uh-huh. having me on the show, and guys, thank you for coming out and uh, watching or listening to us uh, week to week, so I, I appreciate it, and thank you uh, for the support.
2: Absolutely, and uh, on that note as well, we should definitely thank Neil for editing the show for us. Neil! Uh, um... Well, we did
0: Audacity Leo! tonight, and I am so sorry!
6: Fuck! <laughs> 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 sorry like we had more difficult.
1: Stop, stop,
7: stop, stop. Yeah. No, we yeah.
0: had it started, and then we started the Audacity, and then we restarted the computer, and we forgot to restart it again, so it was not fun. I'm so sorry, Neil. Alright, <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> uh, but we got gonna follow
2: Neil. He's uh, well. He's at Jote uh, J O A T M O N I A C. So go follow him on Twitter. Thank you for all his hard work. Apologise on our behalf because we're terrible people and bad at podcasting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and did we? Did we check in with Josh? Am I? Is my brain burnt, definitely? Or
1: did
2: we? No, no, no. Let's go down to Josh next. Okay, good. Think yep. as he died. He should go last. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: No, as I died, I should go last. Yeah, wounded. <laughs> I. I. Fuck, I, I wounded I that bastard. Like the second we saw him, you he like he's white and he like he's wearing the, like white cloaks and like he's got like the spooky tattoos and stuff. And then he vanished. And I was like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I must kill that fucker. Like somehow, I didn't plan on killing him by absorbing his life force or whatever the fuck I managed to do that killed me. And pr- I don't know what's happened, but I'm around somehow. I think maybe I don't know. I don't know if I'm alive. I don't know if I count as alive. I'm sure that will be a problem that will come up again in the future. Does he count as alive? He's a down peer. I'm uh, sure he's dealt with it before. But uh, yeah. it was a whole load of, like, things. It was fun. Like, at the beginning, we were just sort of, like, bumming around and having fun. And we weren't really bonded. And then suddenly we had a cause. And we had, like, mystery. And we found our place together as a party. And sort of forged alliances and, and, and became friends. And and forged, you know, rivalries amongst the group, but we, uh, it was fun to um, to sort of bounce off of uh, Cloak, uh, profess- preferably, you know, Cloak bouncing off my fist and uh my <laughs> with Carrie, uh, which wasn't really much of a rivalry because Carrie was pretty really shitty at hunting, and my uh, oh, oh, un- uh, inability Damn. to understand 90% of what Glass said. I just know that he was valuable and he understood <laughs> things and he helped us move forward. And just basically, like, championing Glass. And that one time that Glass single-handedly fucking held the entire floor. Um... Glaz is sort Did of you? like, uh... Glass was sort of like our weapon of mass destruction that we kept back. And then every now and again, like, it was necessary for Glass to Glass, And he fucking did so hard, <laughs> it changed the entire terrain of the battlefield. So, thank you. Thank you, Glass, Thank you, Carrie, for the rivalry that I fucking totally won. Thank no, you. you didn't. You fucking, fucking died. Shut up. Died a bit <laughs> um, will be martyred for years to come. Uh, cloak, uh, thank you for being the most tolerable kobold I've ever laid my hands on. KAPPA! fucking one last dig before I die. And really suck on the fat one. You insufferable best friend of mine that I will forever remember, because... You're just the worst travelling companion, but that you're that friend that's been friends with me for so long, I just can't bear to be without. Fuck you, Whisper. I love you, Dan. Aww. This has been amazing. Peace. <laughs> Thank you very much. This has been confusing, but amazing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot, lot of feelings. <laughs> there <laughs> are many feelings. it has been
2: a journey. There are emotions. Well, uh, you know what? Uh, we're like an hour uh, later than we normally yeah. finish. So I'll make this thing yeah, easy for you I'm guys. I'm fine with
0: it, though. I'm really. Yeah, I'm right. fine with it. I'm
2: yeah, I'm fine with it. Uh, Check out koboldpress.com, buy your Midgar books, buy your, yeah, your world book, buy your hero's handbook, check it out, check out the new Kickstarter which is going on right now, Tales of the Old Margrave. send yep. them, uh, our love, and, uh, and get ready for another season which is coming your way, not too soon, with, uh, some, some pretty exciting folks, characters, more stories to be told, and undoubtedly more shenanigans, hopefully more horse logistics, but... Until then, my friends, uh, I'll be back tomorrow at one PM for Masks of other photo. We've got a very exciting special guest joining us to play a villain role. Um, but until then, throw on too many now ones. We want to be here laughing when you do. Good night, everybody. For the last time.
6: Yeah, like glasses,
2: bye. bye. Bye, everybody.
0: Bye, you bye everyone. Extra on a a outro
2: of waving.
6: Bye. <laughs> bye.